Welcome to Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast. This is an actual play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Royalty free music provided by Kevin MacLeod, Plate Mail Games, and Tabletop Audio. And now, to adventure. Hello and welcome. My name is Chris Buckner. I'm the primary dungeon master for Knights of Roleplay and Adventuring Podcast. This session is being recorded over Zoom. Tonight will be the conclusion of the adventure series called In Volo's Wake, published by Wizards of the Coast, who do not sponsor us, but it would be awesome if they did. Hint, hint, Wizards of the Coast. Adventure 1 was run by John, Adventure 2 by Kate, Adventure 3 by Sarah, Adventure 4 by Greg, and Adventure 5 by myself. We'll start by having each person tell us a little bit about the character they'll be playing. So let's see, from my vantage point here on Zoom, we'll start with uh, John. All right. For tonight, Riki makes his uh, final return to the uh, lands of... uh, wherever it is we are right now. Sarkos, right. Fanolin in the Sarkos, yep. Yeah. So, still out still out there trying to figure out what's going on with his home and all the weird things happening in the woods. So, he's hoping to get some answers tonight. Okay, and uh, Kate? Alright, so, uh, see Syndra, the uh, human school of evocation Wizard. Is oh, right, yeah, hold on, John. The... What, what is your You're race right. in class? Yes, is, I, I was just realizing that. Yes, Riki is a kobold battlemaster fighter. Okay. Continue, uh, Kate, who's playing the human uh, uh, wizard. Wizard from the school of evocation. Uh, she will be continuing tonight. Uh, she's well traveled, but she likes solving mysteries and she's staying in town because she thinks there are still some interesting mysteries to to solve here based on what she saw during the last adventure okay and uh then greg i am playing kai bellwether who is a half elf monk uh he comes from the monastery studying um ways to use his body as a weapon and he joined our campaign the last one and he hails from an area near where Alexian came from, who has sadly not returned from his um, errand that he had to run. So Kai instead has stepped in to fill his role in the party. You played him last last adventure in this one, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then we're going to move on to Sarah. I will be <coughs> returning for my encore performance as Britannia Spears, <laughs> who is Syndra's traveling companion and bard. Uh, she is a human bard in the College of Glamour. <laughs> Appropriate. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Okay. okay. So here's the adventure. <laughs> As our adventure begins, the party is in the town of Fandolin. They travel to the town after hearing rumors of increased monster activity in the area. Fandolin was recently made famous by being described in the latest publication of Loremaster Volothamp Gadarm, 
a tome called Volo's Guide to Monsters. The town of Fandolin and the surrounding area have recently been plagued by strange events and chaotic incidents. Dangerous beasts, foul magic, and now waves of madness have become the state of things over the past few weeks. Ilsa Wisemantle, a noble from Neverwinter, has been investigating these events and believes she has finally discovered one of the major threats endangering all within the region. Ilsa heard rumors of an explorer named Aladair, who traced the recent spread of chaos and madness to a location believed to be a beholder's underground lair. Aladair has ventured into the area around the lair and has not been seen since. Ilsa has provided this information to Fandolin's town council, consisting of Trelina Stonehill, Seldar Hollinter, and Townmaster Harbin Wester. Ilsa is certain the Beholder's Lair, discovered by Aladair, is at the center of the recent troubles that afflict the region. With this new information, Sildar Hallwinter and Trelina Stonehill have offered the characters a 300 gold piece reward if they venture into the lair and stop the source of the mysterious power affecting the region. Though Townmaster Wester disagreed with offering such a reward on so little information, he begrudgingly accepted the arrangement. So, I would like to start by having everybody please make a history check. Intelligence history check, please. Okay. John is giggling over something. <laughs> Failed. Riki did not know shit. No. Uh, what did Riki get? Riki got a one. <laughs> Total? Total one. <laughs> uh, going around nice. my screen here, uh, Syndra. Uh, so Syndra rolled a 16. 16. And then Kai? Two. <laughs> okay, and then Britannia? 14. 14. Okay. So, Syndra, <clears throat> you remember hearing something in your travels about Aladair being a wandering sage and somewhat of a recluse. Not much else is known, but it is suspected that this explorer wishes to follow in the footsteps of the great Volotham Kadam. So, continuing with our adventure, the party has been given directions to the entrance to the lair, which is beneath the ruins of an old temple in the hills a half mile west of Wave Echo Cave. The mines nearby were recently liberated from a nefarious wizard and his vile gang. If I could have everybody make a history check again, please. Rika knows a little bit more, but not sufficiently. Okay. <laughs> he got a three. Uh, uh, he got a three. Okay. History. And uh, Sindra, what did you get? Uh, I got a 16 again. And Kai? 15. And Tanya? 13. Okay. So everybody, except Riki, <laughs> the thought occurs to you that if there are caverns below the temple ruins, they may yet be another part of a dwarven excavation that happened centuries ago. So continuing with our adventure... Following Ilsa's directions, you travel to the temple ruins and find a stone trap door beneath the rubble with worn steps leading downward. The stairs descend a long way, nearly 50 feet, before opening up into a roughly 20-foot square chamber. The ground is littered with loose stones from the walls and ceiling, showing signs of age and collapse over the centuries. Layers of dust and debris cover much of the floor here, which has been recently disturbed. Many overlapping footprints trail across the chamber to an open stone doorway, 
there are open passages from the room that go east and west. The faint sound of rushing water can be heard to the east. To the left of the open door, a set of three concentric stone circles are embedded into the stonework, with a round iron plate at the center. So how would you like to proceed? Did you get the basic gist of, of the layout as, as the way I described it? Two doors, one sealed with uh, one closed and has these weird circles and a plate next to it. The other way is open and has, and I hear the sound, bleh, hear the sound of water coming through it. This is a chamber that has entrances east and west. The east one, you can hear water. And then is, is John right? Or is the, are the circles near a closed door or is it just in the middle of the chamber? So you, you step through the doorway mm-hmm. yeah. and immediately to your left on the wall, is, is the concentric circles around the plate. From where you're standing, with the plate to your left, you look out into the room ahead of you, and there is a passage in the upper uh, east corner that goes east and the upper west corner that goes west. Okay. Oh, okay. So the passages are... Okay. It is a room with two passages leading away from it. One to the east, one to the west. In the east one, there is a sound of, 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 uh, of rushing water. Okay, so the door we came through is what the circles are near. Okay. Correct. It's just, okay. it's, you're, you, you walk in and you look down to your left on the wall there, and that's where you see the, the circles and the plate in the center of it. Okay. Uh, I would like to, like, investigate the circles. They might be a great uh, platform for me to do my song and dance. A little quiet, Sarah. There's a little... I'm trying not to chew onto my microphone. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that. I do. Yeah. Uh, and Cinder says, I, I'll, I can help you with that. Um, yeah, I, I would like to investigate the circles. Okay. So so just, just looking at the circles, you notice a collection of runes carved in the spaces between each of the concentric circles. And why don't we have everyone make investigation checks for me? Okay. okay. Uh, oh, no. Investigation, and we'll start again with Riki. Uh, 16. He might have actually uh, thought of something this time. <laughs> and then Syndra. Syndra pulls a blank. She rolled a six this time. And then Kai. <laughs> 11. 11. Although, investigation, yeah, my uh, roll was higher than my passive. Okay. And then Vitania Spiaz. Oh wait, yeah, my passive investigation is fifteen. <laughs> okay, as, yeah. If, if, if with regard to uh, perception and insight and investigation, give me your passive if you roll lower than that. Eleven. Eleven and Vitania. Uh, fifteen. This was a very low DC, so everybody actually gets this information. So yay! Awesome. Oh, some of the runes on the outer circle vaguely match others within the next row, and you believe the stone dial is connected to a mechanism controlling the door. So this is something that you all kind of realize working together, looking at this very interesting um, structure on the side of the door there. So I guess Riki can only figure something out when it's really obvious. <laughs> uh, so it looks like we could uh, probably control this door and uh, close it if we needed to, right? Yeah, everything seems fascinating. I wonder... Ricky would rather not close the door right now. He might need to run. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. So, during our investigation, 
I'm going to assume that some of you are maybe poking and prodding at the thing and like maybe touching the runes. I'm touching the runes. Things like that. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cinder would probably avoid touching the plate in the middle until she understood sure, it better. But sure. Yeah. That makes sense. And, and yeah. um, when touching the runes, um, when you when you make contact with it, it actually causes the circles to spin and the door does close, but it's very easy just to touch them again and the circles spin and then the door opens. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Leave it open. <laughs> Ricky's time uh, in the cave says that there's usually interesting things that you can find near water. At the very least, maybe something to drink. Ricky's thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> which well, which direction would you like to go? And uh, bear in mind that I did mention something about footprints being on the ground. Okay. Uh... We should probably follow I mean, the footprints. So we should didn't like that. follow the footprints so I can find some people to impress with my skills. <laughs> well, well, I, I mean, let me be. Let me be clear that that's not a DM hint to say to follow them because just just looking at them, there there's so many of them that, that all you can really tell is that there's a lot. Uh, of them. Gotcha. Is it? There's neither passage where they more obviously seem to go no, towards to go one or the seems other. Seems to go in both directions. And there's uh, both of them. Uh, Do they look no- like human? Ricky would think to look closely at them because he does have proficiency in survival. So, okay, I guess that would be in character to look at them. Sure. Just to see if they're fresh versus yeah. they have been there for a while. That's uh, a fourteen on survival. Fourteen on survival. Um, you think that they're human? Again, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, they're recent enough mm-hmm. that it, it looks like blueprints. Okay. okay. Um, so. Do you think we should follow the water? I well, sure. Rick, like I said, Ricky's thirsty. <laughs> Something to drink. <laughs> okay. So the consensus seems to be going to the east. To the east. Yep. Okay. To the water. Cinder's okay with this. So the path to the east leads to a roughly sixty-foot square chamber containing jagged and uneven walls. A 15-foot-wide rushing stream flows roughly west to east, and there is a stone bridge over it. A passage leads to the north. How would you like to proceed? Ricky gets a drink. You go over to the water, and you drink out of the water? Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> so this this uh, strange watery shape lashes out at you when you go to Uh-oh. take a drink. So let's roll initiative. Ricky's oh not that thirsty. Oh <laughs> Disaster nice strikes. Job. He's no longer thirsty. Ricky's now peeing his pants. <laughs> All right. That was a good roll. So so unlike what we've been doing in both the Space Ferris game and in this series of Involo's Wake, I'm going to uh, do theater of the mind for all the combat in this one. So uh, I'm not going to bother with with flanking. I'm not going to try to do that with uh, with theater of their mind. You know, there are other ways to get advantage on things, but we're just going to basically try to straight up theater of the mind this one. Okay. Doing it old school. Uh, So let's see. Need to get to my encounter here. Uh, Go. Okay. So initiative starting with Riki. Twenty-one. And Syndra? Uh, 20. And Kai? 19. Wow, you guys are all up there. And Britannia? 20. Uh, who has a higher dex mod, you or Syndra? Well, mine's plus two. 
Plus two. All right, so roll off. Roll off. 18. 19. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> of you. <laughs> All right, so Sandra and then Britannia. And let's see what I get for my initiative. Not as high as you guys. But it is getting a surprise attack on Riki. Nope. <laughs> Didn't Dave Matthews' band tell you not so, to drink the water? Or Ricky so so I am. Okay. So I'm surprised for the first round. Right. Okay. Ouch. That's uh, blood in the water. Don't drink the water. So, okay. So let's see. So Ricky is surprised. So what happens is Ricky goes over and he starts to drink from the water. And you see this sort of vague, monstrous-looking shape sort of come up out of the water, formed by the water. And it's it's heading towards Riki um, with like a big sort of, um, you know, claw formed of water. And you see it, and you try to rush over there to get to him, and he seems to be unaware at the moment. So okay. we're going to skip Riki for this round because he's surprised, and then we go right to Syndra. Okay. Uh, Syndra is going to shout, look out, and she's going to shoot, uh, wiggle her hand, and send four little, or three little darts at it, whatever level one magic missile is. Magic missile is three darts, yep. First three level. darts, okay. Yep. So, she's going to fight her deep fours. <laughs> so, have them set up. Oh, very nice. All right, so she's going to do six, ten, and then it is plus one for each start, right? So that's thir- 13. Thir- 13 force damage to this watery shape who's threatening her. her okay, the, the magical darts hit it, making these sort of splooshing sounds as it hits it, and some water goes sort of like splashing all over the place as it takes the damage. Okay. And then we move on to yeah. Britannia. Yeah, she stays back at range. So. Okay, that's fine. Doesn't close you guys are it. only about 15 feet away, we'll say. Okay. And Riki is, is like right up there at the water. Yep. Okay. Britannia is going to start singing. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Very softly, she's going to whisper at the water. With a taste of your wetness, I'm alright. You're toxic. You're sitting down. Ah, as it does in our whispers. Yes. She's our Craig. I love it. Saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stop using this die. Uh, that's a three. That is a fail. <laughs> um, so it gets ten psychic damage. Okay. And it must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows from me. As far as its speed allows, using its reaction. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm toxic. <laughs> I think apparently. I, I was know, the maybe best. Maybe water's toxic. 
It could be. Don't drink the water. I told you. Dave okay, Matthews so did. it seems to swim sort of, I mean, it doesn't really swim, I guess, but it moves 60 feet uh, oh my. Up, up the water. <laughs> um, up the stream, I should say. It moves 60 feet uh, back up the up the stream. And it goes into the wall. Mm. Where I assume where the stream is coming out from. Correct. Yeah. Yep. And uh, uh, so, Kai, at the minute you have no uh, at the at the moment, Kai, you have no target. Uh, mm. So I guess um, I walk over to where Ricky is and see if he's okay. He seems fine. He's fine. Oh, you uh, could I, ask Ricky. Is that is that? I mean, we're not actually. Are we, are we still in combat? Yes, we're still in combat. Are you doing anything uh, other than talking, Greg? Uh, ready um, or? I guess I'll ready. Just if there's any further attacks, I, I just say, I asked him if he was okay, and then that's that's it for me. For what? Okay, hmm. so so when you're ready, you have to tell me exactly what will trigger. I'm ready for when something comes within range of my. Fists of Fury. <laughs> okay. I cast fist. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so so you see this concentration of water come rushing back out of of the top of the stream. And and it comes down sort of like a small little tidal wave coming right down the entire length of the of the stream. And it goes Whoa, where'd that come from? It goes right up to Riki and you get to make one of your attacks, Greg, on it before it gets to okay. attack. Okay, so, all right. So that's... Uh, all right. So attack. That is going to be... Six. So it's nine to hit. Nine to hit. Your, your fist kind of splooshes into the water and... You don't really see any sort of an effect happen. Okay. Well, by the way, I would have sung to you before we left, right? So seven temporary hit points. With inspiring leader. Yep. Yes. Okay. So everybody can okay. everybody can put down seven temporary hit points. Nobody's taking okay. any hits yet, so. Okay. Just thought I'd get it out there before people start. No, that's hit. good. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So. Thank you. So this this wave comes over, and again, a claw shaped of water comes out. And slashes at Riki. Oh. Ooh. All right. So it hits AC 19, Riki. Uh, that will hit. And all these dice that I just rolled came up with a one for damage. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you take a total of six bludgeoning damage. And you are grappled. Oh no! And you are pulled into this oh, form no. of water. <laughs> oh no! You all see Ricky sort of vaguely inside this sh- uh, this, this shape of water. Flashbacks to I'm playing a shorty, so I have to get it. I have to get Was John water. saying just last night about needing to play a shorty again? <laughs> Every time I play a shorty, I get swallowed by something. So ratchet points of light got sucked into a water elemental and then got peppered with his allies' arrows as they tried to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> so you are grappled and restrained, uh, Ricky. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. If there are ways to put that on the D&D Beyond thing. 
There are. There are. Yes. Okay, I figured. Yeah. Uh, okay. Under conditions and Under add conditions. active conditions. So then we'll go uh, back up to the top of the round. And uh, we'll be this time with uh, Riki, our Battlemaster fighter. Um, okay, so do I have a. Uh, can I make an acrobatics uh, uh, check in order to try to escape the grapple? I believe the way it works is you can make a athletics or acrobatics to escape. Okay. Uh, Riki, looking very surprised that um, this tries to uh, uh, swim as quickly out of the water as much as he can with. uh, (laughs) I mean, it's acrobatics. So, because I have beings, because being small and having the. squat nimbleness feet i get advantage on this okay sure <laughs> twist around and move yourself out of the wave and i rolled a 25 25 okay so you manage to sort of like um get your footing on a rock and then you twist your body and you push and you, and you go out through an area where the water was was kind of not not as thick and not as dense and you come rolling out and get and get onto your feet and a square adjacent to this water creature Okay. And that is your action. Do that I have any action. Uh, uh, bonus action or do I have any bonus or, um, or, or movement? You can you can do movement as regular. Um, no, you're still gonna stay there up front. Uh, so I'm not gonna move out of it. So I'm not gonna move back and provoke an opportunity attack. <laughs> so uh, I have no useful bonus actions at the moment. So Ricky just kind of coughs and sputters for a second says <laughs> Mickey often drink water first time water tried to drink Wiki <laughs> <laughs> awesome then we move on to Syndra our okay. uh, human wizard okay uh, so I guess DM question here does Syndra and all of her travels and research have any knowledge of this kind of creature and what it might be more vulnerable to. You can make a general intelligence check to recall information. Okay. Uh, You could also conceivably do a nature check instead. Uh, What intelligence nature? I take a look at that. Uh, She'll just make an intelligence check. So... Not too bad. Uh, So for 22... 22. Yeah. You're not aware of it. You're not aware of... Um, you've encountered creatures that are water-based, that are elemental. And you have a general idea of what kind of things don't harm them or that have a difficult time harming them. There okay. is no particular vulnerabilities that you are aware of. Okay. But you know, for example, like physical attacks don't have as much uh, impact on them as they would against a flesh and blood sort of creature. Okay. All right. There are certain things like poison doesn't really have a metabolism. Okay. Poison. Okay. All right. So let's see here. She is going to uh, kind of put her fingers up to the circlet that she's wearing on her head and say, well, let's see what you think of fire. And she's going to 
cast Scorching Ray and send three rays of fire at this elemental. Okay. Uh, so it's a range spell attack for each ray, and on a hit, it takes fire. So, so hold on, so hold on. So, so. Yep. Based on the roll that you've got, fire yep. is one of the things that you think doesn't really affect it as as well. Oh. Because it is one. Okay. Okay. All right. You had said physical attacks. So sorry if I missed you saying fire already. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I, okay. I said there were, there were a variety of things. Okay. All right. Okay. So no, then she wouldn't do that. Um, Too late. No, let's see. <laughs> if somebody uh, has some frozen stuff, they could freeze it. <laughs> so let it go. Let it go. <laughs> no, Britannia. That, that's what I'm talking right. about. Uh, what does she think of thunder damage? Does she have any knowledge that it would? She believes that would be fine. Well, okay. And Ricky is glad he's no longer in there. Okay. <laughs> so she's gonna place a ten foot radius sphere centered on the creature, but not on her allies. She's gonna cast uh, shatter. Uh, Shatter, okay. Yeah, so a sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of your choice within range. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw. Creature takes 3d8 thunder thunder damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. 18 for the save. Oh, well, it definitely made it. So that's a bummer. Let me double check. Yeah, my save DC is only at 13. This thunder rings out right around the creature. Okay, so... But that doesn't attract any de- any uh, attention, all this noise. Yeah. It we'll does see. sort of echo through the halls. <laughs> echo, echo, echo. All right. Ugh, not wonderful. So, boom. Huh? I should have just stuck with Magic Missile. Anyway, that is... Uh, let's see here. So half of... Oh, wait. Those are D8s, not D6s. Duh. Hang on. Please hold. I like it better that you're not just sticking with the same spell. Yeah. So we'll do six plus eight. So 14, fourteen, but really seven. So seven seven thunder damage. Seven. Seven. Yeah. As rings out, seems seems to disturb the water a little bit. Okay. Is that your turn, Syndrome? Uh, yes, uh, I shall, like, shout out, uh, I think uh, it, physical attacks and fire won't damage it as much. Okay, and then we move on to Batania, our human bard. Okie dokie. I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery. Yay! Insult the water. (laughs) (laughs) Your stupid wave is killing me. (laughs) I must confess, I don't have words to go on. I don't know. Um, (laughs) So, wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving. Water's not all that wise. Doesn't appear to be at the moment. Out of five. Okay, so uh, three psychic damage and disadvantage on its next attack roll. Disadvantage next attack roll. 
Okay, so you basically use your your words to shape magical energy and assault it with psychic damage. I will tongue lash you to death. <laughs> and then we go to Kai, our half elf monk. Hmm. Uh, Greg, are your attacks my... considered magical yet? Or does that come up later? I don't um, think that's a fourth level, but no, no. Okay, I didn't. I was know, looking I to see if there was anything that I had, which I don't think. Um, I think your only option is to punch Greg. It's just going to be like yeah. a, half da- a half damage kind of thing. But yeah, something. something is better than nothing. All right, so if I do flurry of blows, I get two attacks. So right. two Normally. Punches. Yeah, I mean, you can attack once and then bonus action attack a second time. Or you can attack once and bonus action flurry your blows, spend a key point, and attack two more times. Okay, gotcha. All so right, it's up, so it's up to you if you want to do two attacks or three attacks. The three attacks will cost you a point. Here we go. Let's try just for one right now. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, so that is going to be 21 to hit. Uh, this time you you throw a kick into it. And you feel like you connect with a great deal of, of the substance of this creature. And that is for nine. 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 Okay. It seems to uh, sort of be losing its cohesion. It, it looks a little bit uh, smaller. It's still medium in size, and it seems to be having a harder time keeping itself together. Okay. But it's still there. Okay. So, all right. So if I do spend a key point... I'm going to save the bonus. Uh, I'm going to do the, the bonus point. action to save the key point. Gotcha. Okay. For a bigger situation. Sure, sure. Okay, so that's same as the first. So that's going to be 21 to hit. Nice. And this is for 10. 10. You spin around on the other leg and do a, a spinning hook kick and knock a whole bunch more of the water away. It seems to, again, be having a harder time keeping itself together. So then... It goes to the creature who will try to attack back on Kai since he's doing so much damage. Ooh, critical. And I didn't roll ones this time. Okay, so I do, I could use um, my deflect attack back. Oh, no, that's, that's deflect missiles, Greg. Oh, okay. So it's not. All right. Okay, all right. So this water creature, even in its damaged state, lashes out at the person who has been doing a great deal of damage to it. And it seems to turn its entire body into like a giant fist. And it just smashes on top of Kai. Uh Uh-oh. And Kai takes... Uh Uh-oh. I'm trying not to say it. 30 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, Oh, boy. (laughs) Yikes. Um, Okay, Um, buddy. And (laughs) it it pulls you into its space, and it's all wrapping around you, and it's starting to suffocate you. You're you're grappled and restrained. Uh, uh, Uh Uh-oh. Well, shit. (laughs) That that, that was a good hit, Mr. Uh Water Weird. Grappled and restrained. Uh, Let me go back up to Ricky, Battlemaster Fighter Kobold. Okay. Uh, well, Ricky. we can stop playing now. The DM's happy. That was really cool. So we can just stop yeah. playing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I mean, uh, love Greg. Mm. <laughs> Hug oh, the PCs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Ricky is just gonna. Yeah, Ricky's just gonna take it. Take a swing at the water that tried to, uh, tried to eat him. He's not happy. It's, it's now engulfed so. Kai. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> well, Ricky's just Ricky doesn't Ricky doesn't know. Ricky's just gonna swing. Okay. Ricky hits AC eighteen. Uh, you connect with a with some of the, with a good chunk of the water. Okay, for ten damage with a magic sword sword. Magic sword sword. Okay, so you sort of you sort of flatten out the blade. Um, I'm mean, sorry, you're not flattened out. You turn the blade in such a way that instead of having it be like cutting through it, you're kind of making it like a paddle, and you and you basically paddle right underneath the bottom of it. Um, cutting off, cutting it off at the base, and the whole thing just breaks apart and splashes down with Kai there, who's gasping for breath, and the creature seems to be destroyed. Yeah. Oh, nice, uh, <laughs> nice. I'll teach you. Oh, uh, Ricky's still thirsty. He goes back to get a drink. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you drink water this time, and you're fine. Surprise. Thank you, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, Critical for 30 uh, damage. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, that was uh, not fun. So we have some healing potions among the group, I think. I also have cure wounds. It's true. I mean, if we, if we use the potions, it'll save the spell slots, but conversely, the potions can work if something knocks you out. I was ready to use a key point to disengage. That would have worked, right? You would have still oh. been grappled. You would have had to do something to get rid of the grapple. Yeah. It's step but of it, the wind. That's okay. No, that's it's just you have to escape the grapple. Otherwise, you can't move. Grab your speed is oh, your right. first. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, so, I'm zero for things. <laughs> I don't feel the need to save. I, I can spend one spell slot to help my friend. So I'm going to reach out and touch Kai. Oh. <laughs> one and, more time. And cure some wounds. <laughs> Thank I'm you, Britannia. Cast it at second level. And so don't forget, Greg, you had Ooh. you had the seven temporary hit points, so you took 23 Well, that's damage. gone, yes. Yeah, okay. So I just rolled a seven and an eight. Yeah. Nice. So that will be for eighteen points of healing. Ooh. That's really good. That's awesome. <laughs> Britannia is a pretty and touched healer. Somebody's hand. She made this world a better place. Now you're stronger. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Again, your words mold the healing magic around as you sing. <laughs> well, awesome. Wow, that was that was quite the hit, dude. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, so I guess a, you almost back to full. It, it was a three. It was a three d six attack, uh, oh. and, I, and I critted on it. And the first time I against John, I rolled a one, a Ricky, a one, a one, and a one. Yeah. And then Greg, I'm like six, six, five, five, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> boo. Um, okay, so uh, Ricky drinks and Britannia uh, sings a little bit and heals Kai. 
Okay. And uh, uh, so, so you have this rushing stream in front of you. There, there's a there's a stone bridge over it. And there's would a probably... passage on the other side of the room. I would so... like to take the bridge over troubled waters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Off we go. So uh, Britannia walks over the bridge and it collapses and you fall in the water. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Another trucker. Syndra was going to try to investigate, but now there's ogres. Uh, <laughs> the only thing that is damaged is your, is your dignity, though. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not like the water sweeps her away. No. At least I didn't wear a white okay. shirt today. <laughs> uh, uh, well, that's not what the boys are saying. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Well, Ricky's already wet, so he just goes across the street. <laughs> is it, is, seems safe enough for us to afford it. Yeah, it's it's not it's not okay. I mean, it's not so uh, big, and the current isn't so strong okay. that you can't just walk through it. Um, it just, are there are there any tracks in this room like there were in the first one? No, no. There's um, the bridge that went over there. It didn't have any tracks on it, and the tracks didn't really seem to go much beyond the entrance to this room. Okay. You do think you see some more um, in the hallway, which is at the north side of this of this chamber? Okay, across from the bridge. Uh, yeah. across the bridge. Okay, yeah. so there's some more tracks up ahead. All right. Yeah, I mean, you, you just think because of the of the proximity to the water that the tracks okay. have been have been, right. uh, um, been weird. Obvious. Water probably okay. washed them away. Yeah, Sandra points out that she sees the tracks up in the hallway up ahead. So, okay, she agrees that maybe that's the right I'll way to go. So, so the northern passage leads to a 60-foot-long, 10-foot-wide uh, passage that runs west to east. The passage is decorated with beautiful dwarven stonework. The intricate lines and etchings along the walls, however, are marked with carvings of a large eye in various locations on either side of the path. The carvings are crude and jagged in sharp contrast to the hall's finely crafted design. There is a stone door at the end of the passage. You get a strange feeling here. Almost as if something is watching you. How would you like to proceed? Ricky thinks uh, eyes are watching, but he's seen these before. He doesn't remember where, though. Well, you, you know, we heard, we saw this uh, vision at the end of the last fight, right, my little friend? Uh, where, or was I the only one who saw that, Chris? That no, was, everybody saw that. Was everybody, there was a vision of floating eyes around a larger eye. These uh, rough carvings look kind of like that. Maybe. Yes, uh, that seems to be I, my thought, too. Cinder would probably try to investigate all, all of the carvings on the wall and that stuff a little more closely. Just I have an hand I could touch them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you could. Yeah. So, what, I'm sorry, Cinder, what, what is what is Cinder doing? Cinder would investigate everything that's carved on the wall and the, the hallway just in general more closely. Okay. Leading up to the door. Okay, so... Yeah. As you sort of step into the passage and you start to investigate and look around and see what's here, each of you has this very disturbing experience. Your mind becomes flooded with your worst memories. They seem to be sort of overwhelming you for a moment. And I need everyone to roll a wisdom saving throw, please. Uh-oh. John's giggling, which means nothing good. <laughs> Poor Ricky. Seven. Our, our kobold fighter gets a seven. Okay. And then Syndra, our human wizard, gets... Uh, 22. 22. And then Kai, our half-elf monk, gets... Nine. Nine. 
and men's uh, Britannia, our human bard. But question. 20. <laughs> okay. Yes, Greg. I do have a thing that says vantage against being charmed and magic can't put me to sleep. So does that consider to be a charmed situation? It is not. I mean, that that's okay. good to mention. Um, it doesn't really apply to the situation, but that, that that's okay. good. So, okay. okay. So, Riki cries out, no, Riki spent all day trying to catch that. Come so back Britannia, here. Britannia and Kate were in the 20s. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kai and Riki uh, were like less than 10. <laughs> Uh, so, where is it here? Um, so, Ricky and Kai, you are mentally and physically shaken by this experience, and you gain a level of exhaustion. Ouch. Oh, no. Which I believe is um, disadvantage on ability checks. Uh, yeah. That was going to last for the two of you for one minute. One minute. Huh. Well, the stupid one. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, by the time we get to the end of the hallway. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really, it, it's it's a very disturbing, I mean, you kind of see um, Britannia and Syndra, you see that Riki and Kai seem a little bit out of it for a minute and almost maybe a little bit anxious or in distress or something but um, again very quickly they seem to kind of come out of it and this is this is happening as you're sort of going around and investigating uh, this passage Ricky remembers now R- Ricky caught two fish that day so it was okay <laughs> uh, I don't even know it's, it's, uh... I can't I can't go through that again not that that same situation and playing out in my head so tired. <laughs> Cinder kind of, I, I don't like seeing bad past memories, but. Oh my God, it, boys, are you much. okay? Ricky's fine. Let's go. <laughs> Is that what happened to everyone else? Is some kind it, of memories? It happened to everybody, but, but it had a, yeah. had, a, had a much deeper effect on Kai and Ricky. Yeah. Sindra would be asking them out of genuine curiosity she'd be a little weirded out but she'd also think that it was kind of cool if somehow this happened to everybody okay so Sindra asked the question powerful magic yeah so everybody else see some kind of memories yes I saw I had a memory of like one of my shows that wasn't sold out it was horrifying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> some interesting uh, or powerful magic here I was running through Very a maze fighting and I kept running into the same area and I couldn't find my way out and huh. I was trapped and I saw myself fighting myself and I just don't I don't know that was really horrifying mm-hmm. well, you think that's bad Riki had a really nice catch get stolen by a fox right off his fire. It was, it was devastated. <laughs> I had to settle for my net for my uh, uh, for the other fish I caught that wasn't as big. Okay. Was it a fire fox? Uh, no. <laughs> just an annoying fox. The cinder takes it all, and, and overall just seems like fascinated by what's going on in this hallway. That's my boo flags, sir. 
That's okay. I earned it. Okay. So, so for all of you, for all of you that role played that, give yourself inspiration. Yay. Oh, yay, thank you. Yay. Did I role play that? You did. Yeah. You talked about your show not being sold out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do I get for asking about it and trying to interact with everybody? You didn't really share, honey. Okay. You, you didn't really role play it out. Okay. Uh, okay, so let's have everybody make perception checks as you're examining this hallway with the intricate carvings and, and then the... Um, the, the eye shapes that seem to be not matching the rest of the decor, so to speak. Okay. okay. Uh, so, Ricky got... 14. 14. Sandra? 12. 12, okay. And Kai? 19. 19, okay. And Britannia? 16. 16, okay. So, so Sandra sort of takes the lead on the exploration of this of this passage. And as she's, as she's moving forward, Sindra, you suddenly feel the floor underneath your foot sort of move down uh-huh. about maybe like two inches. Like you stepped on something and it went and it moved down. Uh-huh. And you hear this click. Uh-oh. And you realize that you stepped on a pressure plate of some kind. Uh-oh. Oh, no. So uh, a two-foot square column of hewn stone shoots out of the wall at you. And you should make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, boy. Oh, hewn stone. For half a second, I thought I said human stone. I was like, no, sorry. <laughs> right. Hewn. <laughs> I definitely need to slow down when I say stuff like that. <laughs> oh, that's not great. Uh, it's an 11. 11. 11. 11. <laughs> 11. <laughs> yep. Okay, so you all see Cinder out in front of you just a little ways, and you see her stop for a moment and look sort of panicked. And you just barely think you can hear a clicking sound, and then this, the, the, the stone comes pushing out of the wall and slams into her and knocks her and pins her up against the other wall. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. You take 20 bludgeoning damage. Oh, jeez. Ouch, though. Yikes. She slams up against the wall and her, and her head hits the wall and she's like bleeding from her temple and she kind of slumps yeah. there on the wall and she, she, looks, she looks hurt. Oof. <laughs> Kind of uh, like squints one eye, open oh up the rest of the Ow! <laughs> is the stone keeping your pin? No, it, it's it slowly down. starts. It slowly starts to retract on its own. Okay. She yes. kind of like drops to one knee and like points at the spot on the floors. Yeah, there, there's a pressure plate there. <laughs> uh, she's okay. not bloody. Thank goodness, temporary hit points, but she is somewhat damaged, so she's okay. So given that event, the rest of you that get the higher checks, you can spot that there are actually two more <laughs> pressure plates. Yeah. And and you can easily avoid them. Okay. All right, then. <laughs> are you all right, Sandra? I think I'll be okay for now, my friend. Thank you. Okay, so there's Britannia no tass- passes, uh, throws a healing potion at you and says... Hits her in the head. She takes damage. <laughs> Middle finger. Jerk. <laughs> Middle finger for you. Such a jerk. <laughs> and she tosses a healing potion into your hand and says, heal up, my friend. Okay. She takes it. So it's 2d4 plus 
four? Plus two. Plus two. That's right. Okay. Lean on me. That happened to Riki one time too. When while you're he was, not uh, strong. Out foraging. A bunch of uh, only it wasn't uh, rock. Only it wasn't a big stone. It was uh, a bunch of acorns, and it wasn't a trap. It was actually a squirrel. <laughs> uh, maybe it wasn't the same thing. Okay, that's better. <laughs> she's like six points from full, so that's pretty good. Okay, I'll help you carry on. Right, so as you all move down this passage, and you avoid the rest of the traps. You still have the feeling like you're being watched. It's, it's it's very uncomfortable. And you get down to the other end and open the door and you see a 20-foot square room with a stone door directly across from you and a stone door to the north. There is a wounded elf lying on the ground. He is dressed in studded leather armor and wears a wide iron ring on his index finger. How would you like to proceed? What kind of ring? Sorry, I didn't get all the wide details. Wide iron. A wide iron ring on his index finger. We should probably... Does he match the description uh, of the explorer that went missing? There actually isn't a lot of information about the about Aladair, the explorer. Uh, you've heard you've heard some information, but there but none of them seem yeah. to include a description. Okay. Uh, uh, Riki will go ahead and proceed in, but since he doesn't know what wounded the elf, he will proceed cautiously. Yeah. Watch uh, keeping an eye Cinder, as well. Cinder agrees we, we should look for traps, not knowing what it is that hurt him. Okay, so are you perceptifying or I guess perceptifying as I'm uh, going into the room. Cinder would investigate yes. if that's okay. Okay, so so um yeah. uh, make your rolls and then I'll go around and you tell me what the total is and which check you're making. Okay. Uh, twenty two perceptification. Twenty two perception, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, that's good. Um, perception. Uh, 21 perceptify. 21 perception, 22 perception. Okay. Um, Sindra? 15 investigation. Okay, and Britannia? 13 investigation. Okay. So you don't find any traps. You don't find anything unusual in the room itself. Okay, then... Proceed to Elf. Is Elf conscious? Can I poke him with my mage hand? Oh, oh. <laughs> if, you, if you want to. Lean on me. <laughs> so what are I'll, people doing? I'll, I'll like shake him with uh, so, my mage hand. Hey. Is, well, is he awake and conscious or is he just kind of lying there unconscious? He, he, does, he doesn't appear to be moving. Um, oh, so, okay. so, so Britannia conjures up her mage hand and, and shakes him. Okay. And he seems to wake up. Okay. And he appears to be somewhat dazed and disoriented. And he says, uh, oh, uh, thank you. I am, I am uh, Aladera. I was uh, attacked by uh, a crazed robed figure accompanied by two um, floating creatures with a terrifying number of eyes protruding from their multiple stalks. The creatures stunned me, but I, I, I assume they they must have fled once they sensed your group approaching. He's kind of like rubbing his temple, like, ugh, like what just happened? Uh, 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 Riki thinks we found, we found Explorer. Let's 
get him home. Ricky does not want to deal with multitude of eyes tonight. Mm. That oh, doesn't yeah. sound like a sound plan. He uh, he replies to to Ricky and um, sort of he sort of like pipes up and he says, "Well, I I ventured into this place in search of a powerful beholder I tracked by following the movements of the cultists that worship it." I am fairly certain I know where the Beholder's true lair is. It lies beyond a sealed door marked with Dwarven runes deeper inside these halls, but I can't figure out how to open the door. If our goals are similar, I would certainly volunteer to work with you to open the sealed door and eliminate the threat to Fandman and the surrounding region. Ricky doesn't remember. Were we asked to eliminate? Cinder kind of turns to Ricky and says, I don't like ice socks either, my friend, but... uh, I believe that they asked us uh, to get the award by entering the, the lair and putting a stop to this. Oh, yes. so, so I, yeah, she kind of turns back to uh, Aladair and says, we, we would be willing to help you, but before we proceed further, do you, are you in need of healing, or did they just manage to sign you? He kind of seems unsure at first and so he starts sort of like checking his body and <laughs> like like feeling his head and checking himself out and he says uh, apparently I was just stunned I, okay. uh, there was some sort of a ray from one of the one of these beholder creatures okay. but you don't think that they were the, the, the particular beholder that we're hunting for there are a wide variety of beholders of, of, of different um species, different types, with different abilities. Okay. Well, let's keep going, and we'll just have to keep an eye out for them. Yeah. Uh, nice job, Ricky. Boo. So, what would Syndra know about Beholders? Uh, you can make an intelligence check. Sure. To recall a bit of information. Uh, she's not doing great today with checks, so... She gets a 14. 14, you just pretty much know what Aladair mentioned, which is they okay. float, they shoot rays out of their eyes. Okay. Okay, so... I guess room at... Well, you said there's two doors, right? There is. To the east and one to the north. Correct. Would I uh, no, be sorry, able there, to try to... You, you're, moving, you're moving from east to west. You came into this room. You, you can keep going through a door to the west, or you can go north. Okay. Would I be able to see if I can recall anything from my travels with Syndra? Sure. Anybody that wants to make uh, an intelligence check to recall a bit of information about okay. something can always do something. I will give that a try. Can I do that? It, does it have to be straight intelligence, or can I pick something like Arcana or Nature? Well, typically, if it if there's something that would apply to it, I would, I would <laughs> let you know. Greg likes his role. I, I yes. don't believe it's a natural creature, so um, if you wanted to... I'll say probably Arcana or history. Yeah. No, no. I mean, if I had to pick something else, I would probably say Arcana. Okay. The reason I ask is because I'm a jack of all trades. Okay. Which, so, which, so, or which a jack queen of all trades. Which, so, which means that my skills have a plus one as opposed to the straight intelligence, which is only plus two. Gotcha. Like it's plus three if I do an Arcana. Sure. So, sure. That's fine, sir. We're doing Arcana. I got a 22. I only got a 10. (laughs) (laughs) Boo. (laughs) Green dice are fired. (laughs) So so Kai, I mean, you know that some of the more powerful of the beholders have, you know, um, 
all, all, all the species of beholders seem to have an eye in the center. And some of them are powerful enough that that eye can um, have like a harmful effect as long as you are in front of it. The, the nature of the effect can be different depending on the species of beholder, but um, some of them don't have that ability and some of them do. Some of the powerful ones do. And if you're basically directly in front of it where the eye, where the central eye is facing, um, it can be detrimental in some way or not at all, but you know that it, it can be dangerous. Okay. That was a critical, by the way. Yes. Nice. <laughs> and you also know that that you know there's a variety of different effects that can come from the eye stalks. And again, some of the more powerful beholders have more um, nasty and debilitating effects that Sweet. come from those eye stalks. Nice. Thank you. Kai is very appreciative of finding that knowledge in his studies, <laughs> resounding and making sense now. <laughs> So, might as well head to the north then. To the north. Okay. Nice yeah. big double doors to the north. All right. That was looking biting. So, as you move through the doors to the north, you see a short passage that turns to the east. Following the passage a short distance, it opens into a 10-foot-wide hall that continues east, ending in a large double door made of solid white marble. A circular pattern of runes adorn the walls on either side of the door. Finely crafted decorative symbols inlaid with silver are chiseled along the floor of the entire path ahead of you, ending at the base of the east and west entrances of this hall. To the immediate right of where you entered, a hooded figure lies on the ground with its hands and feet bound together. The figure is wearing dark gray robes bearing a gold symbol of a large eye embroidered in front. Upon seeing your group, the figure struggles and thrashes about, speaking in a muffled voice beneath the hood. Alvadera says to you, This is a cultist that I captured. Don't get too close. If she were not gagged, her words would allow her to unleash foul magic upon us. He kind of motions his head toward the end of the hallway and he says, Please follow me. And he begins to walk um, toward the other end of the hall. Can we check, like, inside or just something to see how sincere he seems? Uh, you tell me what you want to do, and I will let you know. Uh, oh man! Make an insight check. If you're if you're asking to make an insight check, you can feel free uh, to do something. On yeah, his, I guess on his story try. of a cultist, a captured cultist. Okay. Yeah, she, I mean, I, mean, I don't think there's anything better that she could do. Sure, sure. That's yeah. Anyone that wants to make an insight check can do that. Sixteen. Oh, nineteen. Sixteen, nineteen. Okay. Which, under, which we know it's not a lie detector test, but it's just, yes, yes, if he seems weird or off. When when he mentions that the figure uh, is a cultist and sort of um, you know motions into the hallway, there's you sort of sense an urgency from him as he tries to direct the group toward the end of the hallway. Okay. So okay. it seems he's telling us that we need to go now or or we might be too late. Well, this is this is only something that Ricky and Syndra are picking up. Oh, gotcha. Syndra kind of raises an eyebrow and kind of puts a hand on, like, Britannia's arm and exchanges looks with Ricky and says, you know, uh, if this be beholder has been here for so long, then why the, the hurry, my friend? And she kind of takes a step closer to the cultist just to try to get a better, better look at what's going on. 
Okay, so you you step closer to the cultist, and um, I mean, Alader has already turned to try to walk away, and yeah. then hearing hearing you say what you're saying and sort of getting his attention, he looks over his shoulder, and and as you take a step closer to the figure, um, he sort of spins back quickly, and he says, and he says, no, those cultists are dangerous. We should we should head to the other end of the hallway. Riki thinks we're more dangerous than the cultists, and we could use some information. He I says, I, I, "I've already talked to this cultist." And oh, the, what did the, he say? Just that there was a powerful beholder here that was causing uh, madness in the area. Just one, just one. It sounded like you were attacked by more than one. He didn't say there wasn't other ones. Oh well, then okay. Here, Sounds she... like we need more information. Mm-hmm. I, I I believe it's too dangerous. I mean, you can do what you wish, but if you uh, allow that person to utter such even such a single word, they will they will cast their magical spells on you and could uh, do great harm. How did you capture her if she's that dangerous? I was able to surprise her. But how did you speak to her if letting her speak is that dangerous? I had her tied up. Okay, well, we won't. I spoke with her briefly and then I gagged her. Okay, well, we won't untie her. I know know enough about magic to know you have to gesture to cast off spells. Ricky thinks we we drag them back over there and see if we can get some more information. I can each hand drag her. Hmm? Uh, says we, 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 we really should we should we should just leave her. She she is just too dangerous. Britannia, do you have a way of making her talk? Um, I mean, I, I have a pretty strong persuasion. Alder <laughs> says, "Are are you coming? We we have a mission to accomplish." Mm. I don't know if I believe that you're telling the truth. Mm, and I, I second to agree I've with seen that. a lot of spy movies, and if I know one thing, it's easy to switch one person for another. That's a good well, point. Ricky's not sure who's telling yeah. the truth or not, but Ricky just wants more information about what we're getting into before we get there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so Aladair moves yeah. over he, he he walks like the few steps that he had walked toward the other end of the hall. Yeah. And and he moves over and he steps he, he tries to force himself between Syndra and the figure. Oh. And he says, We need to go. This person is too dangerous. Mm-hmm. Kai doesn't like that. I'm gonna take a step hey. around Syndra and uh wriggle my womanly hips and try to persuade this guy to tell us what's really going on. I'm trying to persuade him to tell you what's really going on. Okay. So, so given, given the obvious resistance that he has to this idea, there's going to be a higher than normal difficulty. Okay. So you can tell me what it is that you say and then roll your persuasion check. Need one moment. Sure. Take your time, sir. 
tell me, darling, do you want me to be your slave? Because I'm a slave. I can't control it. I can't really hide it. I'm a slave. Oh, that's the best. (laughs) Okay, um... So, why don't you make your persuasion check? Can I use my inspiration to give it advantage? You certainly can. I would like to do that. (laughs) Do it. So, that will be a 25. Nice. Wow. (laughs) I rolled an 18, and I have a plus 7 on persuasion. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Barty bard. (laughs) I think so, hard for the DM. His... I wish I had a snake. <laughs> <laughs> snake. Snakes. So his his expression, you know, his his brow kind of, you know, furls a little bit, you know, and he seems to be thinking really hard. His eyes are kind of darting back and forth, and um, you definitely think that your persuasion is making him think very very hard about something. Mm. and he stands there and like he starts to open his mouth to speak and then he stops and he kind of bites his lip and he, and he starts kind of looking around and, and, and he suddenly seems to be nervous his, his, whole, his whole demeanor seems to be changing he's having this internal debate and he's struggling with something and um, he's, he's just sort of standing there motionless for a minute trying to figure out what to do obviously there's, so there's something is wrong and then you hear this um, deep, booming voice that like echoes throughout the hall. And you hear the and you hear this voice echoing through the hall. It says, "It seems we have found a worthy ally after all." A translucent uh, a translucent image of a figure appears in the center of the hall. It is of a monstrous creature with a spherical body and small eyes atop stalks that protrude from its flesh. Oh, no. Uh. (laughs) My name is Varunto. The image speaks again, its large central eye focused upon your group. I have a proposition for you and your ilk. In these underground passages is a beholder by the name of Gavmagon. It was formerly enslaved by a colony of mind flares. It broke free of its bonds by discovering a powerful artifact. The artifact is called the Hollow of Dominion. It is, in fact, an Archmage's chamber built centuries ago that channels psychic energy, allowing a powerful mind to commune with all the creatures within a 30-mile radius. Gav Magan is using the chamber along with its newfound psionic ability to exert its madness upon the creatures in the area and the people of Phandalin. It is mad with power and believes itself to be superior above all others. This power is slowly causing all within the area to act strangely, become its pawns, or eventually turn against others in madness. I will allow my servant Faltrand to continue to assist you on your quest in exchange for the crystal rod that powers the artifact. Do we have an agreement? Um. 
So again, this this is an image. It's not an actual yeah. beholder there. It's okay, so Syndra kind of turns to look at. Uh, uh, let's see his. What did he say his servant's name was? Faltrand. Faltrand. Yep. F A L T R A N D. Faltrand. Okay. Voldemort. Not quite. All right. Well kind of look at uh, the person who claimed that he was Aladair is hey, who is Faltrand is this a, is Aladair an alias of yours and, and I guess question aside do we know anything about whether Aladair was e- even a guy or a girl I'm no. watching the captive by the way while she's asking these questions the the, the person in the robes is still thrashing about and, and okay. you hear that from underneath the cloak I'm gonna use my mage hand to take its gag off. Uh, well, the, the the hood of the cloak is is covering the entire head. Okay. Right well, I'll use the mage hand to take that off. Okay. So, so what you see uh, when the mage hand takes the hood off is something that I have a description of here somewhere. Um, ah, here it is. So, yeah. your your mage hand moves the the hood of the cloak back and the figure appears to be a high elven woman with light brown hair Uh, in addition to being bound hand and foot she obviously has has a gag in her mouth so then you use the mage hand to remove the gag how does yes our friend here react to that (laughs) Well, Syndra might see this in the corner of her eye, but she would give no obvious sign that she sees Britannia doing what she's doing. Well, I think um, it's kind of obvious that she's yeah. doing what she's doing. It's so, a question of... Yeah. So the 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 um, the person that you know as Aladar sort of like, you know, closes his eyes and his head drops a little bit and he shakes his head back and forth and mm-hmm. um, looks at the sort of like the spectral beholder and says, I, I am sorry, my master, I, I, I tried. And um, she and, and then the woman there says, says, I am Aladair. He is not Aladair. I am Aladair. I am trying to follow in Volo's footsteps. I was in here and he ambushed me. Okay. That would explain his actions. What degree mm. of sincerity do I get from her? Well, we know that he's not Aladair, so... Right. So... Uh, let's see, who has... Um, give me passive perceptions again. Uh, Ricky? Uh, 12. 12. And Syndra? 10. 10. And Kai? 12. 12. 12 10, 12. Britannia? 13. 13, okay. So, Britannia, you, you notice that... The, the the wide iron ring that the person who said they were Aladair uh, was wearing, you notice that this woman who's claiming to be Aladair, who's struggling around, like you see sort of uh, a mark on her ring finger that matches the one that he's wearing. Like a tan line? Kind of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. She says, I... let me go, let me go. I know jewelry marks when I see them, and I can tell that that's not your ring. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go ahead and untie her while they're talking. Okay. 
I kind of turn and look at Faltran and, and Syndra looks up and there's this you know, obvious naivete and fascination. She kind of very innocently says, and, and you, my friend, looking at the Beholder, how, how do we know that you are not the, the bad Beholder who's looking for this chamber that we are trying to uh, protect other people from? Riki doesn't see the difference between one floating eyeball having a weird stick and another floating eyeball having a weird yeah. stick. <laughs> That's because Ricky is lawful evil. <laughs> <laughs> so the image of the beholder um, says, You will need Faltran's help, but in return you will bring me the crystal rod. Do we have a deal or not? Kind of turn and look at uh, if you are Aladair and if uh, my my friend Britannia is right and he he took your ring, then you know, who do you think this guy is and what what is he trying to do? It she says it sounds to me like he's working for this 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 ghost beholder over here and they want the rod. That's why he and that's why he's here. that seems to be obviously what's happening. <laughs> Why yeah. is this uh, rod so important to everyone? Oh, I think well, if is, controls, doesn't everybody psych- just want a rod? Psychic influence uh, on a thirty-mile <laughs> radius is uh, dangerous in the hands of anyone. So uh, I look at the beholder and say, you know, I, I Ricky think thinks so. that we should uh, go ahead and agree to this deal so that we can double-cross him later. Cinder says that out loud. Roll, yeah. Rolls her eyes. <laughs> so, so the beholder speaks up again and says, "I tire of this. So be it. Gabmagon shall devour your lot. His domain will be mine either way. Should you survive, little worms, pray you do not cross us again." The image, uh, the image of the large eye, um, appears in front of uh, Faltrand. And it sort of like disappears and reappears in front of Faltrand, and both the image and Faltrand vanish. Oh. And, well, and, there we go. And Alabear's oh, uh, oh, and 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 the ring that that Faltrand was wearing uh, falls to the floor with a clatter. Okay. Okay. And she says, uh, and and, Alder, and, Al, and the real Alder says, "My ring, my ring. Please give me my ring. Could you?" She holds her hands up. Can you? Can you? Can you please untie me, please? I'll use my bank hands to untie her. I thought he was. <laughs> I, I she was already untied. Syndra uh, C- kind of picks up the ring and, and wants to like make a Arcana check on it before she hands it over to her. Make an Ar- okay. Arcana check on the ring. Ar- Arcana is is that the appropriate check, or would you have her do something else? Well, I mean, if you think it's magical, yeah. then yes, it would be. Yeah, I think she would. That's, uh, she's a mage. She has some. Yeah, idea that reaction was a little bit more than I just want my ring back. Uh, so that would be a uh, seventeen. Seventeen. You don't yeah. think it's magical at all? I mean, I mean, you don't. Okay. You know that there are spells. Um, that, that there's a spell that allows you to detect magic. But looking okay. at this, typically when something is, it is detect it, magic. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, typically, a ring has to be very finely crafted. I mean, this seems okay. like a very plain, ordinary ring. Okay, so she kind of passes it over towards her, and as she, right before she hands it to her, she kind of asks. Like, this doesn't look magical, and I have some training in these things. Uh, what, what, what is the significance to you? And she hands it off to her. She kind of raises an eyebrow and she goes, "It's mine." <laughs> uh, <laughs> why? Why did he take it from you if there's no magical significance? 
She kind of rolls her eyes. Well, I, I, I assume that if somebody had a description of me, they would probably say that the ring stood out as, as, as something that would identify me. Uh, That's the only thing I can guess. It is a very strange oh, well. situation. Right. Oh, honey, you need something way flashier than that if you want it to stand out. <laughs> the more important question you- is, what are we going to do about these beholders and the situation yeah. with the rod we must act and do something yeah Ricky's getting used to strain so let's just go kill an eyeball and like grab a rod we need to yeah get the rod out of here and at least make sure it doesn't fall into any crazy mm-hmm. hands <laughs> oh, actually wait hold on there we're, we're gonna do we're gonna do a little bit of a rock on here because uh, apparently I missed something <laughs> oh, okay well, that happens with modules <laughs> so so you ask her what the significance of the ring is. Yeah. And she says, the ring can shield me from the influence of the beholder. Oh. Hmm. Right. Oh. So Sounds give, useful. So can Ricky do, borrow? Do you give it back to her? Yes, I give yeah. it back to her. <laughs> if it's, uh, I mean, do I, I, I notice once Britannia had pointed it out to people like the mark on her finger where there should be a ring? What? Britannia pointed out that what you... Well, I told everybody that it yeah. clearly was hers, so... Yeah, okay. So you give her yes, back the ring? Yes, I give her, I give her back... Clearly hers. Yes, I give her back her ring, even though that's okay. a cool... So the answer was yes. Would, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, so she puts the ring on, and, and like, she kind of swoons for a second and puts her hand on the wall, and then she goes, Oh, okay, all right. I feel better. And um, you think that she probably had the same sort of creepy feeling that she was being watched that you guys had until she put the ring back on. Um, oh. Uh, Are we still exhausted? No. No, that, that was only one, that was only one minute. minute yeah. <laughs> okay, it was just one minute. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Cindra kind of looks at her and all, uh, cocks and eyes and says, yeah, this, this place is strange. I, I feel like there's something watching me all the well, time in I here. I think the faster we find this and the quicker we can thingy, be done the with it. The quicker we kill it, the better we're going to feel. So oh, let's go onward. Yeah. So uh, Alidair kind of kind of gathers up. Um, she, she, she takes the robe off, which, which actually is it's much bigger than she is. <laughs> So she kind of just takes the whole thing off and, and throws it down. And she starts like gathering herself together. And you see that she has, um, she, she takes out one of her books and it says Volo's Guide to the Realms on it. Oh and, boy. And she, uh, she, she opens it up and she kind of thumbs through it. And, and there are some loose pages in there. And um, she, she kind of looks at the front and the back of them and she starts counting them to make sure they're all there. And... Um, it, it seems to be sort of like a, sort of like a pamphlet um, with a bunch of pages, though. That it's, it's talking about the impossible task: Elminster's Guide to Understanding Volo's Guides. <laughs> oh boy! So did we accidentally pick so the tourist over the local? <laughs> oh no! So she's got Volo's Guide and its cliff notes. <laughs> yeah, kind of, but I mean, it's, it's we not were Volo's told, Guide to Monsters, though. It's Volo's Guide to the Realms. We were we were after Ilsa and Aladair and whatever's causing all this. So really, we're we're still more on the path that we were set on. So well, you kind of you kind of get yeah. this feeling from her that she's just she's just this very curious 
you know, sort of nerdy bookworm kind of person who wants to My find out cool stuff. My favorite kind of person. Stuff. Cindra likes her. Cindra Wood. She gets herself together and, and she gets herself together and says, uh, "After you." So she's obviously okay. not. She's obviously not a fighter type, so she has to okay, go in the front. So Onward. Well. Okay. Through door then. Five stick. Nice. Okay. Kind so. Of look so you go down. You basically go down the hallway, uh, and you go all the way down to the far end. And the, the um, you basically have you have the set of double doors in front of you, with the concentric circles carved on either side, and they are they are nearly identical to the ones uh, that you saw at the entrance. Okay. And um, Aladir kind of goes over and starts looking at one, and and she says, "Oh, this is this is fascinating. I saw one of these up at the front." Cinder says, we saw it too. Uh, could I help investigate? I wonder if there's something we have to do with these two two sets of runes at the same time, perhaps. Says, yes, uh, yeah, yes, please. Yeah, and, okay. and she, she says, uh, she, she says somebody else should, should get on the other panel. Okay, so Cinder walks over. Okay. So uh, make an investigation check with advantage there, Cindra. Okay. Okay. So we got my passive investigation at 15. <laughs> 15. Not a bad passive investigation. Yeah, well, my, my advantage roll was poop. So between Aladair and uh, Syndra, you do manage to activate um, those panels on both sides of the doors. And as the doors um, slide open, there are these stone panels on the walls that slide open at the same time. And mm-hmm. you see these two floating creatures with a big eye in the middle and eye stalks on top come floating out and attack you. Oh, oh boy. So let's like roll a... initiative. Yikes. Can Riki borrow that ring? <laughs> Methinks that would be a no. Okay, so... I'll try to have an NPC now. I have to, I have to track her. <laughs> All right. <laughs> NPC tracker! Tracker? We barely even know her. <laughs> Boo. Uh, Whoa! Bless you. Classy. Edit point. Vivi was a good girl and used her pee pad. Oh, nice. Oh no. By by the gate where we've been oh, taking pepper. them to go outside, which is great. But then I, I I picked it up and put down a new one, and walked into the kitchen to get myself a snack, which I left downstairs. God damn it! Oh, and uh, I came back. And she had ripped the new one to smithereens and was eating it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. hashtag puppy life. Almost there. I really hope they're not going to try and steal my carrots from on top of their cage. We'll see. Mm. Well, initiative we back while we're building while we're building initiative here. Actually, yeah, uh, Sarah, give me your initiative first. Uh, give me Britannia's initiative. Oh, mine. She can yeah. go get her snack. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, go grab your snack. <laughs> All right, Ricky. Uh, what did I get? Uh, 14. 14, okay. And Syndra? 20. And Kai? 12. Okay, so then we'll do Aladair. She is on 10. And then my beholder oh my dudes. 
that. Put this NPC over here. Keep track of my stuff. So we'll wait for Saraha to get back. Okay, so our initiative for this fight is going to be uh, Syndra, then uh, Beholders, then Ricky, then Britannia, then Kai, then Aladair. Oh, I'm at the bottom almost. Uh. So we will start at the top with Syndra, our human wizard. Oh boy. Uh, <clears throat> we'll, just name them, we'll just name them. We'll just name them Eyeball A and Eyeball B. Right. Yeah. Just, just, just a, a. You tell me A or B. Okay. Hi, kitten. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, it's Bugatti. <laughs> what needs? Uh, question. Let's see here. Throwing oh. like ten or fifty feet away from me right now. Yeah. Hmm. Did you tell us earlier not to stand directly in front of them? Huh? When you were <laughs> recalling information about beholders earlier, okay, you said you recalled something about how some of them can do things if you're standing right in front of them. No, that was Kai. That was Kai. Yes, that was yeah. Kai. Did okay, you share that? Well. Kai, did you share your information with them? With, with the party? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Those beholders, have... they have all kinds of secrets. Most of the time, they look at you and they have a death stare or some other magics mm. that are associated with their middle eye. Just be cautious okay. of looking directly at it. Okay. So Syndra would kind of like sidestep and back away. So she's like a, a, against the wall, not near any of them. Um, should probably know that I don't think blur is going to help against things that do magical effects because that gives disadvantage on attack rolls. <sighs> that would that would include uh, magical attacks, ranged magical attacks. It would, although I just don't know if it's attacks or not. But yeah, she's gonna do um. Let's see the the circlet of blasting. She'll send some fire at one of them. She'll concentrate it so all three rays go at go at one of the two of them. Uh, So yeah, she has to do three ranged attacks. I guess we'll say A. And then it's two d six if if it hits. Three scorches, uh, three rays of fire at uh, beholder A. Sure. Okay. Which it's fine. Okay. Uh, well, yuck! I don't think AC six hits. So it's fire ray shoots past it. Uh, AC thirteen on the second one. Thirteen. That fire does connect. Okay, and I'll I'll roll the third attack just before I roll the damage for each of the two of them, and that'll hit for AC twenty. So. Okay, the second two, the second, the second and so, third ray hit. So AC tracker says that 13 does hit. Okay. 
Alright, so then the first 2d6. Oh, only four. Is there a modifier? Nope, just four. Four fire damage, poopy. Alright, so then the second 2d6. Okay, better. Nine. Okay, so, so the two, the, the first ray misses, the, the other two burn it up pretty badly, and uh, it looks um, heavily injured. It, okay. is, it is blooded, so it's at less than okay. half its maximum hit points. Okay, she, so she's gonna kind of, yeah, again, back away as much as she can, because she knows she's crunchy, and be like, <laughs> take them down, hurry! <laughs> okay. It's so, kind of crunchy. <clears throat> now it is the Beholder's turns. Rub, rub. Which they are, they are gazers for anybody that wants to nerd out on that and look it up. Um, After the play. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the listeners, honey. <laughs> um, so. We don't talk to the listeners. So talk to your see. butt. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> butt starts talking back then. That's not good for anybody. Chris's, Chris's butt talks back all the time. <laughs> all right. So, two IRA shootout. We'll say one at Ricky and one at Kai. So the first one. Um, oh. Okay. You get hit by uh, you get hit by this this sort of um, uh, reddish colored ray, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. Um, Ricky. Okay. Of course, he would make a wisdom because wisdom is Ricky's strong point. <laughs> Yeah, because he rolls a 10. A 10. So you are frightened until the start of the gazer's next turn. That is nothing new. (laughs) (laughs) Then Kai. uh, I need you to make a strength saving throw against what appears to just be like this wave of force coming out of one of the other eye stalks. Okay. Uh... Strength save. Fail. Natural one. Natural one. Okay. Well, let's, what is it with the modifier? I mean, it's probably a fail anyway. So it, it's simply, yeah. you, you feel gripped in, in It'll this. It'll be two. Oh. <laughs> so, so you get gripped by, by this uh, magical force, and it essentially slides you 30 feet down the hallway. So just remember that you, you can move 30 feet <sighs> back when it comes oh, to your okay. turn. Yeah, that's okay. actually awesome that that happened to you, because as a monk, you can just move a lot. Okay. <laughs> so then the other one shoots out two rays, one at Britannia and one at Syndra. Uh-oh. So first ray at Syndra. Uh, this frosty, cold ray shoots through the air at you. I need you to make a dexterity save, please. Okay. Um, let me double check my my Meiji things. Make sure there's nothing I'm forgetting about. One's arcane Application. Warcaster. Okay. Can you hear me crunching? Oh, good. No. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. What, what's the saving throw again, Chris? Dexterity. Dex, great. Here. And eleven. Eleven. The king. I rolled Straight up to 11. 11. 11. 
It goes uh, you get absorb element. elements at some point, I don't think. Well, I have the option of taking it, but I didn't. <clears throat> so Cinder gets hit with this cold ray, and this, and this, and it's like frost starts to appear on like one of her arms. She takes 13 cold damage. Yikes. Mm. Ouch, though. Ouchie, ouchersen. And then Britannia, Ray comes shooting out at you. It's like this wave of force, so I need a strength saving tool. Great. (laughs) I'm not very strong. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be an eight. Oh, no. So you can move 30 feet down the hallway next to Kai. And then it is Riki's turn, our kobold fighter. Okay, so question. Am I within melee range of the one that hit me? Uh, It's like like 10 feet from me. Well, it's not in melee range, which means I can't get in melee range because I'm frightened of it. Correct. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I did not move up on you. Yeah, but then A is bloody, right? You said that the one that a, I hit A is bloody. bloody. Correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Then the best I can see. I don't really have any non-combat options. Uh, are they both within ten feet of me? Yes. Huh? Well, I'm frightened. Let's play into it. Grovel, cower, and beg. <laughs> Cobalt please, please, don't be so crazy, Ricky. Ricky has family. Ricky has family. He wants to live. Oh, Jesus. You sound like so a that Jar Jar Binks there. <laughs> Once for a short rest, as an action, you can cower to distract foes until the end of your next turn. Allies gain advantage on attacks against enemies within 10 feet of me. Oh, and it okay. just says nice. atta- attacks period. Attacks period. Yep. Spell attack. Yep. Yep. Sweet. Yep. Spell attack rolls. Nice. Attack rolls, attack rolls. All right, I take that Jar Jar Binks at, uh, attack back. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Jar Jar is looking okay. very good. Good. So Riki, the cobalt fighter, starts to grovel, and uh, he seems to get the attention of of the, of the gazers. To the point one-eyed, you, perplexed. To the point that you feel like you can gain an advantage against them. Um, so then it is Britannia, our human bard. Okay. What do I want to do? Oh my god. Okay. Um, Maybe something with a melee or a ranged spell attack roll? <laughs> I don't have any attack. Like, I don't have that kind of attack. Shocking grasp? No? Okay. But you're a bard. I mean, bards use like crossbows and they use swords and stuff like that too. They're, they're not just a That's true. spellcasting class. That's true. I could get in there fancy footwork. Yeah, you could. You could. Okay. Um, I'll go on up there, but try to stay out of the line of sight of the eye. Okay. Um, with my rapier and make an attack. Okay. I haven't done this kind of attack in a while. <laughs> uh, you do get advantage. Oh, I get advantage, right? Because uh, Ricky is groveling. Because Ricky's groveling. Grovel, Ricky, grovel! <laughs> Uh, that'll be AC 14. That will hit. 
I assume this is on the, this is seven. bloody one. Okay, seven. Yes, right. on the a, on A. Okay. So you you draw your rapier, uh, and you move over there, uh, seeing it distracted by Riki, and you uh, stab it right in that central eye, and it falls to the ground dead. We killed something. (laughs) (laughs) And as a bonus action, I am going to sing a little ditty. About Jack and Diane? Um, (laughs) Of Jack and Diane. (laughs) And give you all bardic inspiration. Uh, It's one person. Uh, Are you giving us the temporary points? Okay. um, I have Have to do it one at a time, right? Bardic inspiration die, yeah. Okay, then scratch that, and I'm going to do Mantle of Inspiration, um, which uses one Bardic Inspiration point to grant five temporary hit points for up to three creatures I can see and that are within 60 feet of me, which I believe is all of you. Yep. Each creature can immediately use its reaction to move up to its speed without provoking opportunity attacks. Ooh, sweet. And you get five temporary hit points. Nice. Uh Okay. So, Greg, you can just move right back up to where you were. Okay. Well, I'll reset yeah. My temporary hit points at five. And if you mm-hmm. if you didn't if you didn't have five or more hit points, you you now have five. Five. Okay. Excellent. Sweet. That is helpful. Thank you, Britannia. Cindra, Cindra is not welcome. Quite bloody, but she is hurting. Awesome. Good job, Bard. And then we are to Kai, our half elf monk. All right. So, uh, am I close to them now, or am I yeah, still? Yeah. You can just you can just um uh, just move, move, move ten feet and just start okay. punching. All right, 10 feet and punch, punch. Yeah, and you have advantage on all your melee attack rolls. Pop, pop. Okay, yeah, so I was going to fairy fire, but John took that from me. is going to be 22 <laughs> to hit. 22 will hit the gazer B for yeah, eight. Heard... eight. Nice. And I'm going to spend a, ca- a key point. <laughs> a Kai point. You're going to flurry your blows? Yes. Okay. So you're using that bonus action for two attacks instead of one. Okay. But, you're, but you're, spending, right. you're spending a key point. Is it Kai like Cobra Kai? And it's a critical. Nice. So I roll two dice extra for that one. No, it's it's just one extra die. Whatever the regular damage die is, you just roll another one. Okay, so it's going to be eight for that one. Eight. Okay, so you bloody it with that one. Okay, and my last attack. Is going to be for AC 22. 22 will hit. And it's for. Yes, it's for five. It's for five. Okay. So, so you run in there and you punch it in the eye. And then you jump up and you elbow it on the top of the head. And then you grab the entire thing and you slam your knee right into the central eye and it just falls down dead. Yes. <laughs> I feel like they may not have been our final destination. Probably not. Yeah. Cindra's. Just distractors. Do I, I, do I notice if they have an eye like the ones that I... The one that you just punched and need? Yes. No, do they have like a central eye? Like yes. You, those are the things I was describing that you're okay. punching and kneeing and... <laughs> okay, so they do. They don't have any powers like the other ones. Um, you didn't notice anything coming from the central eye in particular, no. Okay, okay. it was shoot. It was shooting rays out of the stalks on his head. The central eye. You're not sure that it was doing anything. Okay. 
Syndra kind of turns and looks at Al- Aladay and then says, uh, you, do you think there's anywhere in here that would be safe to, to rest for even just a short little while before we move forward? Cookies break. Um, she says, well, th- th- there, there was the place with the, with the bridge. Maybe, maybe if we, we go back to there, that, that would be wise just to uh, recuperate a little bit because I feel like we may... If this other beholder is as bad as they say, we may want more resources before we yeah. endeavor on that. We just cleared this room, so we could go look, check out the room and take a break while we're there. Well, no. So uh, if you're actually, hurting uh, too on. bad, my friend, I could offer you some healing. Uh, uh, she's I'm, down I'm okay. twenty hit points right now. Uh, where was I? Hold on. I still have two second level spell slots, so I. I, it's up to you. I mean, if we if we oh, rush, of- she'll be able to recover a spell slot. Wizards can recover a little bit of their casting ability. And if and if we can get a short rest, then we can roll hit dice, and we don't have to spend the spell slot. There's a there's a small set of stairs that go down from the doors into a larger chamber. Oh, uh, okay. probably don't want to go down there. Yeah, I'd probably hold for. Okay. So, were you guys talking about what you're doing? I would probably say if it looks like it's safe for us to rest in here for a little bit, that we should just rest where we are. Yeah, but we don't. We don't know what's in the in the rest of the chamber. Yeah, we should probably. Well, the angle you can't quite see what's down there, but it's, yeah. it's a short staircase that opens into a. I, I would go with Aladair. Aladair's suggestion that we we go back to the room with the the stream. It was reasonable. that far back? Close the doors, though. You, you okay. can activate the the um. Uh, sure. You can activate the panels again to close the door. Yeah, you, let's you guys close the door. Out, yeah, so. let's close the door and go back and take a short rest. Okay. If we're allowed to, <laughs> if we get it. Oh, uh, um, yeah. So, so you you. You sit, you sit down by the stream and you, and you relax, hoping that nobody else comes through. And uh, he takes a drink. The the, <laughs> the hour the hour passes without incident. Okay. Okay. All right, so how many? We're level four, so I'm up to four hit dice, which are d6. So, uh, Greg, check your key points. I think you're getting back after a short rest. Yes. And I get my grovel back. Other than that, I'm okay. Okay. So see here. That's good. Uh, and I can roll one dice, one hit dice to get full again. Eight. Which. Eight. That, that plus, was, your, plus, plus your con mod. Okay, so that works. Uh, well. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Always oh, at going least around once tonight. per session. Just saying. <laughs> All right, so, so yeah, that should falls. So short rest. She'll do. Let's see here. She's gonna use two hit dice. Take the short rest. Confirm. Watch that. Nice. Also can recover. I got an early Christmas present for my parents today. <laughs> <laughs> A level two spell slot or two level ones. Oh, make sure I cover the level two. It makes more sense. Okay. 
Okay. All set. So. What'd you get from your parents today, sir? I'm sorry, I'm very zoned out. I was only showing it on camera. More, more picture nice. storage. More storage. <laughs> Yay! Is that a two terabytes? Yep. Nice. Storage galore. Indeed, I need it. Okay, is everybody uh, done with your short rest? All dead. I'm done. All done. <laughs> All dead. All dead. <laughs> TPK. Oh, crap. <laughs> have to try this again. <laughs> All right, so back to the doors then, and reopen the doors, and I guess we're heading down the staircase, yes? Yes. Now that we're, feel- now we're feeling rested and relaxed. And rejuvenated. As you make your way down a set of stairs from the marble doors, a wave of confusion washes over you, forcing you to steal yourself as you push forward. Although you see that it seems that Aladair is not affected. A short, which because of her ring, a short passage opens into a 40-foot square chamber. The walls, floors, and ceilings are all made of a mix of marble, steel, and bronze. Runes inlaid with a green-tinged silvery glow dress the floors and walls. A crystal rod dressed with the same runes, protrudes from an indentation in the center of the floor. You see the spherical body of a reddish-colored beholder, which also has tentacles sort of um, on the bottom half of it, floating near the center of the chamber. It's one large eye focused on you. It's a mouthful of sharp teeth slowly opens as it says... Ah, the heroes have arrived to stop me at last. How pathetic. I'll give you one chance to surrender before I decide to either kill you or enslave you. Which would you prefer? Oh, How about we kill been you? Before. He didn't like that. I'm not a <laughs> but better than dead. you. I think no. you will be the first. Cinder kind of... Go, go ahead, Greg. I said, I think you'll be the first to die. <laughs> what sharp wit you all have. If this is the best you have to offer, I think this shall be an easy fight. <laughs> so with that, roll initiative. Oh, boy. Okay. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, oh, man. Uh, he's still pondering his options. Here. He got a six. <laughs> I got eight. I'll say this about the dice, uh, Sarah. It runs hot and cold. Yeah. <laughs> Sandra, initiative? Nine. Doesn't seem to roll uh, things in the middle very And Britannia. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to roll off. <laughs> okay. Oy vey. Five. Eleven. Okay. It always wins. Damn. The story of my life. It always wins. Oh, <laughs> Aladair. <laughs> Aladair, okay. Aladair. And then Beholder. Uh, 
Gav Ma Gone. Gesundheit. Chew. <laughs> Gavma's gonna be gone. Okay, so the initiative order is no. Gavmagon. Oh no. Shocking. Aladair, Syndra, Britannia, Kai, and Ricky. Oh boy. I guess prepare ourselves. Alright, so on top of the initiative order is Gavmagon, our mind witness. Large aberration. Okay, let me take a quick look at a stat block here. Make sure I'm not forgetting anything important. Please forget something important. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Last time you had a spite of Beholder, it did not go well. <laughs> the first time I ever threw a Beholder at, at the people in this group uh, before you joined Sarah, they made like virtually every single saving throw I threw at them, except for the ones that really didn't have a bad effect. <laughs> And it, it just seemed like I was like so excited to have them fight a beholder, and it just seemed like they completely punked it. And I was like, <laughs> that was kind of uh, anticlimactic for me. For you. And <laughs> <laughs> you TPK'd us in that playtest. And, 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 and then we did a play, and then we did one of our. Yes, uh, you TPK'd uh, us in a playtest. In a playtest, <laughs> I did. Uh, so that's my only experience with a beholder. That's true. That's true. For Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Right. <laughs> Uh, Luigi and Space Bears is, is, is a nice problem. Uh, okay. So. All right. So seeing a group, it's, uh, it's going to, let's see. Who would probably be in the front? It would probably be Kai or Riki. I would imagine it would be up there in the front. So. Riki never by choice, but probably is. <laughs> I'm gonna high low it, and uh, let's see. John You're is gonna crunchy. be John's gonna be high. <laughs> I am never high. All right, it's low. So Gavagong huh? floats over to Kai. Okay, which makes a little bit of sense because you were trying to talk smack and, and, and you. I was. He was like, "Whatever, dude." <laughs> um, so he flies over to you, and he's going to use multi attack. Um, he's gonna whip you. Oh no! Wait, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Never mind. I, I thought multi-attack included eye rays, so it doesn't do that. It stays where it is, um, which is probably like 15 feet from the group, in general, we'll say. And it's just going to use its eye rays because it's a beholder. So, <laughs> all right. So random, random eye rays. So we'll go. Let's see. One, two, three, four. So on my screen, I'm not going to tell you guys who's who. One, two, three, and four. I'm probably one. <laughs> okay. So, an IRA shoots out at Riki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many times is Chris starting oh, to kill John's character? <laughs> Cobalt uh, are punching bags. <laughs> so, um, this this ray of almost like of um, sort of like the sludge comes shooting out of one of its eye socks, and you have to make a dexterity saving throw. Twenty three. 
23. Nice. Wow. Nimble little Kobold. Yay! Nimble little <laughs> yes, so, that you have advantage on. <laughs> no. So, so this, this, this sludge sort of IRA shoots out at you, and you just kind of duck off to the side, and it shoots over your shoulder and hits the floor. And then Ricky it already had of, dinner. seems to kind of dissipate behind you. So then... I meant, I meant adva- uh, proficiency. <laughs> proficiency, yeah. And IRA shoots out at Syndra. Great. Okay. Roll that one. Uh, this, this, this wave of force strikes out at you. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Okay. Syndra is not terribly strong. So let's see how this goes. All right. 15 or no, um, 13. Wrong way. 13? Yep. Okay, so you, so you kind of lean into the air against this like invisible force as it pushes against you, and you feel it kind of wash over you, and then you feel fine. Okay. Then an eye ray shoots out at Kai. Okay. Gotta re-roll that. Roll that. Okay. So you, there's the, like this purple ray that kind of comes out at you, and you need to roll a Constitution saving throw. Oh boy! Let's hope for the best. Monks have good Constitution. Okay, uh, hey, that's a good one. Uh, so that is going to be twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. So, so the the ray. The ray makes contact with you, and you feel this this force start to come over you, and you feel yourself sort of starting to like lock up and stiffen, but then you manage to push your way through it, and then you feel fine. Okay. It's <laughs> uh, so lucky I rolled a nineteen. That's <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> I rolled. I rolled a nineteen. Okay. And that is Gabmagon's turn. So then we go to Aladair, who is going to cast Sacred Flame. Which is a dexterity saving throw for Gamagon. Is she burning? Is she casting? Sacred and he fails me. My NPC oh. is drawing first blood. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. Maximum damage. Eight psychic. <laughs> nice. Like pew, 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 pew. She calls down this, uh, this, this, um, sacred light on onto onto Gabagon and it, and it burns him a little bit and then we move on to uh, Syndra our human mage human okay. uh, so let's see here she is going to yeah what the heck uh, if she can kind of sidestep around the rest of the party so that she has a straight line of fire sure, to him, sure. yep. uh, she is going to cast uh, Agonizer's Scorcher. Okay. So it's a line of roaring flame, 30 feet long and 5 feet wide, emanates from you in a direction you choose. Uh, each creature in a line must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes uh, 3d8 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful Hello. Should I just be using burning? No, that's yeah, 3d8 is better. So, yeah. so she does that. So. Amagon got a six on a save. He failed. So she's gonna roll her 3d8. 
course I put the D8s away. I'm silly. Alright, so six is gonna be fifteen fire damage. Mr. Fire. Mr. Beholder. Okay, it's this line of fire goes shooting across the floor and and it's tall enough that, that it, it reaches up and it burns it burns the bottom where his tentacles are. Burns his butt. Cries burns out in pain. His butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we are to Britannia, our human bard. Okay, Britannia is going to cast fairy fire. Okay. Um, so each object in a 20 foot cube within range is outlined in a, we'll call it green light. Um, in that area, when the spell is cast, it's also, uh, it, it, you know, everything within 20 feet. Um, it's a save, though, right? It, right. Uh, it's a dexterity yeah. saving throw. Dexterity save. 17. Fuck. <laughs> Bollocks, jeez. Yeah, well, that's... that didn't do what I wanted it to do, so. Magical energy uh, comes out, and it kind of, like, sp- spins around in a circle and the energy kind of washes over it. Uh, Still worth it though. It's, it's so great if it succeeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Utility characters. Did you uh, want to do anything, do anything else? Uh, we haven't been hurt, so. No one's taking damage yet. No, no one's taking damage yet. So I think I'm going to hold on to my other thing. Okay, you don't want to give away any body inspiration dice? I mean, I could. Um, I'll send some bardic inspiration Ricky's way. <laughs> okay, what is it, a d6 or d4? Uh, it's a 1d6. 1d6. So I can add that to an attack roll. It can roll be used or, within say. 10 minutes. Okay. And what is so it? So just what can hold it be used? on for one more day. <laughs> Ricky, hold on. <laughs> I'll use the rainbow dice for that. What can, be, <laughs> what, what can that be used for, Sarah? Um, you don't have to roll it right away, John. Yeah. So that can be used to, to be added um, to any ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. It can be added after seeing your roll, but you need to know, do it before no. you know the outcome. Okay. All right. It's 1d6. And then we're on to Kai, the half-elf monk. Okay, so I guess I'm going to run up to him. Okay. And we'll try our Punch attack. Punch him in his eye. Yeah, we'll try our <laughs> attack. See how that goes. Pop, pop. I don't think there's no advantage or all that all that no, kind of stuff. Nothing, nothing going on right now. And I got a one on that, so... <laughs> okay, it floats so. up out of the way, and you swing under it. <laughs> All right, and so my back down in front of you. offhand attack or bonus action, I should say. Is this is just just a regular extra attack, or is it a key point and flare blows? Just a attacks? regular. Okay, just regular. Got it. You spin around with your left. After and with the right. That is going to be five. <laughs> five. <laughs> and again, uh, it, this time it moves back away from you and then back in again. Oh my god! Goes good up, Lord. down, and then back, and then back in. <laughs> Terrible. He laughs at you. Is that the best you've got? 
then we go to Riki, our kobold fighter. All right. Riki thinks you think too highly of yourself. Uh, Riki's going to uh, move forward. He's going uh, He's going to take a position opposite Kai, not to flank, but so that he can only look at one or the two of us at a time. Sure, sure, sure. With his big guy. Uh, um, and let's see. Going to go ahead and cast Short Sword. All right. <laughs> it's AC 19. Uh, I'm sorry, say that again. You, you swung one, and hit AC 19? 19, 1 9. That is it. That is 410 from a magical short sword. 10 from a magical uh, short sword. And I don't have. I don't have multi attack. No, I do just have action search. Um, uh, and unfortunately, since I don't have. Since I'm the last in the initiative order, and he's going next, using trip attack would be useless. So I'm going to go ahead and action surge and swing again. Ugh. AC 12. AC 12. You, st- you stab him with the first attack, and he wises up, and then you try to stab him again, and he spins out of the way of that one. Okay, so couldn't put any of my superiority dice into that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, actually. Didn't I have a... Something. Oh, I could have used fainting attack. That's what it was. There's superiority dice that can give extra attacks, right? Reaction attack. Well, that's... Uh, Greater die and use a bonus action on your turn to add the total food damage roll. Need advantage on your next attacker roll. Okay, now, nope. nope, that's it. That's as much as I got for now. Okay, so we go back to the top of the initiative order with Gavmagon. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, the ray shoots out at Ricky. Oh, Ricky Picky Tabby. Okay, and this red ray shoots out of you. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Stop that! <laughs> uh, 13. 13. Okay, you start to feel very afraid, but then you, you, you bolster yourself and you muster your courage and you feel okay. Really? <laughs> I passed. DC tracker! <laughs> and then a ray shoots out at Syndra. Ugh, again? <laughs> Uh, this like sludgy sort of ray comes shooting out at you. I need you to make a <gasps> dexterity saving throw. Fun, fun. Okay, it'll be a 19. 19. It totally misses you. And then a ray shoots out at Kai. Let me roll that. This is a uh, this purple ray, Greg. Hits you. I need you to make a Constitution save. Bob, shoot me with that purple shit again. <laughs> Critical. Nice. <laughs> so that's going to be a twenty-two. Higher 22. than 
<laughs> Higher than a 13. <laughs> you start to lock up again, but you push through. What was it I was saying about Beholder sucking whenever it makes you say Okay. So that was him. So then it is Aladair. She'll do the same with uh, Sacred Flame. And he fails again. <laughs> She's just burning with her eternal Takes flame. four psychic damage. I'm oh, sorry. Um, not psychic. Um, divine. Holy. What the hell is the, why am I? Why can't I think of the name of it? Uh, Fire. Radiant. Force. Radiant. Radiant. <laughs> Light. What, what the heck is going on? Light Radiant energy. damage. Takes okay. four radiant damage. Pregnancy brain from Kate. Uh, and then it is Cinder, <laughs> our human wizard. Ah, Cinder, sorry. Dur, dur, dur. Cindra, human wizard, calling Cindra. Was that you were saying about pregnancy brain? Yeah, it's it's bad today. It is. Oh man. Um. Let's see here. She's getting annoyed. She's going to uh, twitch both hands this time, and this time, let's see here. Uh, Four glowing darts of magical force. Okay. Shoot out. So. Magic missile. Magic missile. Magic missile. Uh, Not terrible. Okay, so. so, So it's gonna be 14 force damage. 14 force. Magical bolts hit it, starts yeah. rocking back and forth, bam, 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 with the impact of each hit. 14, you said? Yep, 14. Is it bloody? It is not. Uh. Yeah. Okay. That was Syndra, our human wizard. Now we're at Britannia, our human bard. Okay, Britannia's gonna look in the general direction of this beholder and Sing some love songs. Oh boy. <clears throat> Dissonant whispers. Cause I only have eyes <laughs> for beholders. <laughs> <laughs> we made the DM face I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Your character uh, dies. <laughs> I don't know. I think that should be an automatic. Saving throw was a 20. Ooh. Damn it. Ooh. All right. Well, it still takes half damage. So yep. That's something. Four, eight, oh, nine, ten, oh, Reese. seven. So it'll be five force damage. That's the half. Yep. Okay. Five is the half. It was eleven, so it's five. Um, and it doesn't have to move away. Okay. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> that was a good one too. <laughs> he says to you, "Not bad, but not good." <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> 
so that was Britannia, and then it's Kai, our half elf monk. Okay, so Ricky Tiki Tabi is next to me, but not in an advantage kind of mood. Yeah, because we're doing Theater of the Mind, I, I don't want to, you know, have us try to figure out who's flanking and not. Like, it's just okay. easier just to not do it. Okay, so I guess I will try my first attack and see how that goes. But I happen to know that John's fighter has like three different ways to give advantage to people. So, yeah, <laughs> if they can get them off. Yeah. Okay. So, um, first is 12 to hit. Bad choice of words, John. <laughs> <laughs> Or is it a good choice? <laughs> Twelve. So, so you take a you take a swing at it, uh, punching at punching at its lower half, and just kind of moves a bunch of tentacles out of the way, and you miss it. Okay. So I'm going to use the bonus action, but I'm going to use a key point for that. So flurry your blow, so you get two more attacks. Okay. With your so, bonus action instead of one. Okay. So first one. That is Maybe going to be twenty to hit. Twenty to hit. So you miss with the first one, and then you spin around and you backfist it right in the eye, right in the big eye. And that is going to be for six, six, and you bloody it with that. You give it a black eye. You give it a black eye, Greg. All right. Which one? All of them. (laughs) The big one in the middle. And so that one is going to be for sixteen to hit this time. And then you uh, drop an elbow on top of its head. And that one is going to be for six. Six, okay. And I have one more. That was three, wasn't it? Nope, that was a regular attack, then bonus with flurry of blows. You missed, so and, you you missed and then you hit. And then you oh, hit. that's right. Okay. Okay. It's all Got awesome, it. though, Greg. That was a good round. Okay. And then it is Ricky, our kobold fighter. Finish him. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna start with a distracting strike. Okay. Uh, which uh, which uses up my bonus action and will give me d6. Okay, d8. Oh, uh, which gives me seven additional damage on my next attack, which has advantage. Seven. Oh. Swing it away. Hits AC 22. 22 <laughs> hits. Oh. Yep. For 3 plus 7 is 10 plus another 5 for 15 damage. Nice. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I managed to fade it a little bit and throw him off balance and drive the that point home. A good hit, yeah. Uh, so that's action. That is bonus action. Uh, so that's turn. That is turn for Ricky. Okay. So now it is Gabagon. <clears throat> so let's see. So one, two, three, four. So Ray shoots out at Syndra. Sludge like Ray comes shooting out at you. Dexterity save. Oh, not that time. Ten. Ten. 
So the sludge hits you and starts to cover your whole body. So you, um, the target speed is halved for one minute. That's really not relevant. Uh, in addition, the creature can't take reactions and it can take either an action or a bonus action on its turn, but not both. Ew, he slimed you. Ew. He put boogers all over you. Sindra would probably still think it was fascinating. <laughs> Take a you sample. Can re- you can repeat the save at the end of your turn, Sonny. Okay. Uh, so then Kai. No more purple stuff. Okay. So there is this this white blinding ray that shoots out of oh, you. I need no. you to make a charisma save. Oh, boy. Um row, row. Charisma. Okay, so that's going to be 12. 12. Okay, so you... <clears throat> so you are, you are sort of um, blinded and disoriented somewhat by this ray. So you have disadvantage on attack rolls for one minute. Okay. And you can repeat so... the save at the end of your turn. So is that considered blinded? No, no, no. Okay, no, it, it's it's of a sort. I'm just flavoring it that way, but it's not. Okay, you just, you know, like it hits you, and like you're seeing spots right now, so you have an okay. Time, so it's not a, a condition. No, no, it's not a condition. Okay, you just okay. have to you just have to remember that you're attacking with disadvantage. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, one ray shoots out at Britannia. All right, I rolled that one. Okay. Uh, I need you to make a strength saving throw. God damn it. <laughs> Four. Four. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so you are moved 30 feet. It kind of pushes you back and then up the stairs a little ways. So so you can't, so, so you're far enough away that you can't quite see the fight that's going on. And you are restrained by this telekinetic grip until the start of the Mind Witness's next turn. So you are restrained. Pushed back and restrained. And then... They pushed you up the stairs. Yeah. And then Gabmagon says, Well, you're proving to be more of a bother than I thought. So then this panel drops down and you see one of those other... um, uh, One of the gazers come flying out of the wall. Oh, hell no. It comes in and joins the battle. Oh, boy. (laughs) This isn't even my final form. (laughs) 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 So since Riki didn't get hit, we'll target Riki with one of these from this gazer. Did <laughs> you to make a strength saving throw against this wave of force? Four, four. Oh. So it pushes you. It, <laughs> so the gazer comes out in defense of its master and it pushes you up the stairs, and you're right up there near where Britannia is. But you, however, are not restrained. Okay. So I can Fucking run right back to there. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of grab her and drag her. <laughs> and then, let's see. Um, 
it's going to shoot out a ray at the one who's up there punching and kicking and kneeing and elbowing and headbutting. And... Okay. I need you to make a dexterity saving right throw as this frosty ray shoots out at you from the gazer. Okay. Um... Huh? Uh... So it's going to be 13. 13. Okay, you dodge out of the way of the Frosty Ray. Yes. Uh, it's a good thing my dexterity saving throw gives me plus six. <laughs> yeah, dex is pretty good for you, buddy. <laughs> okay. And then it is on to Aladair. We'll continue doing what she's been doing, which seems to be working pretty well. Oh, but not this time, though. Ooh. Dodge is out of the way of the divine of the divine energy. Saw it coming. Then it is uh, Syndra, our human wizard. Okay. So let's see. She's gonna see the little minion. Hmm. What does she want to do? Um. She's going to try to scorch the little minion. So, uh, line of fire shoots out. Or actually, can can she get both of them in a line? Is it possible for her to move to do that? Um, not in the current configuration, no. Okay. All right. Well, she's going to try to scorch the little minion then. So, dexterity save. Dexterity save. 23. Damn. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Well, it's going to be half a 3d8. So, still. Yeah, that's well, something. One and a half d8. It's better yeah. than nothing. Yeah. Okay. So, 15, but really 7 fire damage on the little minion beholder. Seven. Take seven. Okay. Uh, and then she's going to try to break free of the sludge. Yep. Uh, Chris, I just sent you a message. Uh, she rolled an 18 on her save. Okay, so you are no longer um, slowed Sludged. and. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. No longer sludge. Uh, no. Okay. Sarah. <clears throat> Good question, though. Um, okay. So that was Sendra, our human wizard. And then wizard. we're on to Britannia, our human bard. Okay. I think I need to be able to see anything. Actually, you're up the stairs being held in telekinetic grip. What? I was just saying you're you're up the stairs being held in this telekinetic grip. Right, and I can't see what's going on. Right? You can see me. It's about it. See you because you're with me. Ricky's right next to you. Yeah. Um. But I think Dissonant Whiskers 
Whiskers. Whiskers? Isn't it Whiskers, huh? Isn't it Whiskers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if the, if, if the listeners could only see how many times I flip Chris off in a game. Um, <laughs> I don't think Dissonant Whispers requires me to be able to see them. It says... It's a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear. Yep. It's like yeah, a mental connection. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree mental connection. Cool. All right. Well, in that case, I, I guess I'm going to continue to try and go after the big baddie. Baddie, bad, bad. Okay. Uh, I gotta think of a good in a, a good dissonant whisper, though, huh? Yes, dissonant um, whispers. That's actually kind of <laughs> to our advantage now, because now you're out of line of sight of the eyes, but you can still stand back there and dissonant whisper and, and whisper. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's never gonna um, dance again. <laughs> <laughs> Someday somebody's gonna make you want to turn around and say goodbye. <laughs> Till that baby Arkai is gonna kick you in the eye. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. Wilson Phillips, like I've never heard them before. Well done. Wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Wisdom save. 22. Fucking A! <laughs> oh, uh, so it's 12, so it'll be half, which is six. Six. Something. Damn All it. Right. Getting some good jokes in, too. Man. <laughs> uh, we move on to Kai, our half-elf okay. monk. Okay, so running up in pound, pound... So I'll do one attack, and then I'll do what I did the last time, a bonus in the key point. So disadvantage. All right. That's right. I did have two dice. Uh, All right. So that's going to be 17 to hit. 17 is the lower. Yep. Okay. That is a hit. And that's for eight. Eight. Eight is great. And spend a key point. And do two more. Worry about. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be 20 to hit. Wow, disadvantage. What the heck, man? <laughs> I rolled a 19 and a 14. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Kick ass. And so that's going to be for 10. 10. Monks, man. And my last one. So you elbow it in the eye, and then you bring your fist up from the elbow and bash it on the top of the uh, eye. All right. So this one's going to miss, but hang on. Uh, it's um, going to be seven. Is it, uh, is, hang on, is it too late to use your inspiration? Oh. Oh, I didn't even. I might save that for something, but. For this one, what? Well, oh, the, the, the roll's already been made. You, okay. can't, re, you can't re-roll it. Okay. So, well, he didn't say what he what AC he hit, but I don't know. Yeah, he did. He rolled yeah. two dice. I oh, rolled okay. one. Is, is he going to roll two more and then 
No, he. Oh no, he'd roll. Okay, yeah, because he. No, one to three. Yeah. So it's going to be a seven. Seven. So that time you spin around, try to hit him with a third one, and you miss. Okay. Okay. Then we are on to Riki, who is thirty feet away, but is not restrained. Ricky, Ricky can still charge in, swinging. Um, and charging, stabbing. Yep, and Ricky will use his inspiration to get advantage on this attack. One of those stupid bugs just dropped on my desk, Kate. <laughs> yeah. They're all over. I had one in my and car today. I will. Hey. Vivi was trying to eat it. Let's see. A 17 or a 19 on the die. Which one should I have? <laughs> So 26 is, to hit. This is advantage from what again? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm burning my inspiration. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Use your inspiration and you, you stab it with your sword. 26 to hit. And I am going to uh, use, use, a superior, use a superiority die to uh, use distracting strike. Okay. So. <clears throat> nine. Plus. Oh, so for 14 total damage. Okay. Yes. And if he and if he's still up, um, mm-hmm. then the next attack a roll attack roll against him has uh, by an attacker other than me has advantage. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. As long as it's made before the start of my next turn. Okay. Okay. So then that will be a normal attack. For you. So well, by if you're the, the next person the to swing yeah. at him. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually, at the start of this turn, Greg, you that disadvantage for you goes away. Oh. It was up until the start of his next turn. Okay, sweet. No, it's for one minute. But the target. Oh, was can... it a minute? It, it but... was mine, I think, that was till the start of his next turn. Right, I but Greg, Greg I make, make another saving throw, Greg, at the end of your turn. Okay. It is um, charisma. Okay. Uh, uh, nah, five. <laughs> <laughs> Not making it. <laughs> so you are still okay. affected by the aversion ray. Uh, um, okay, but you did still manage to hit it twice. Yes. So, uh, it says, um, "I'm going to focus on this one." You focus on the other one. It, it, it's talking to the other, to, uh, to the other beholder. Oh so it shoots out three rays at you, Greg. Oh, oh no! Oh uh, no! So here we go. All right. So, um, make another charisma save. Okay. So, so you may have two stacks of this effect. <laughs> okay, so that's going to be eight. Eight. Okay, so you have another stack of the aversion ray. Okay. Does that mean um, he's blinded now? No, 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 no. No, it just means so that if he, if he saves out of one, he has to save out of the other one. <laughs> um, so then I need you to make a uh, wisdom save against the red ray. Okay. Uh, um, uh, that's going to be nine. Nine. So you are frightened for one minute. 
Uh, it's just terrible. So however, however you mark frightened on D&D Beyond. And then I need you to make... Um, there's this like bluish ray that flies out and you need to make an intelligence save. We haven't seen a blue one yet. Uh, that is going to be... 14. Damn it. Dying of it. Saves. He saves. L- 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 he saves against the ones that aren't that bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. He, he, he doesn't save against ones that aren't that bad, but he saves against one that's really bad. <laughs> well, that's uh, good. At least there's that. Yay, me. <laughs> so then two rays from the gazer shoot out at Riki. And Riki, I need you to make a. Um, I need you to make a wisdom save against this sort of uh, sort of orangish orangish ray. Eleven. Okay. So you are charmed until the end of the gazer's next turn. Joy. So um, you're charmed, and your speed is halved, and you have disadvantage on attack rolls. So against. Okay. No, just just you 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 see the gazer mm-hmm. as as a party member essentially. Okay. okay. But not the big bad. Uh, no, it's it, it's just him. Just a guest against the gazer. Okay. Just, just, I mean, against the gazer, the gazer, he, he he's like your friend, he's your buddy. Yeah. And um, you, your speed is halved, and you have disadvantage on attack rolls. All attack rolls, or just all attack rolls. the gazer? Nope, all okay. attack rolls. All attack rolls. And then I need you to make a strength save. This is a wave of force. Nine. Oh, wait, sorry. Eleven. Eleven. Eleven again. So you get pushed 30 feet up the stairs. And pushed 30 feet up the stairs. <laughs> Hi, Britannia. <laughs> Ricky! <laughs> um, okay, so... That was three rays against Kai, two rays against Ricky, and then it is on to Aladair, who keeps doing her keeps doing her thing. If that's an attack roll, it has advantage. Uh, it's not an attack roll. She's okay. like a, she's a spellcaster. Uh, but he makes a save again. Avoids the wash of energy. Uh, then we move to uh, Syndra, our human wizard. Okay, let's see. Wizard! Wizard! Oh, jeez. Ah, jeez. What do I want to do? Mm -hmm. I'm spelling his target. So the Gavinong looks really bloody at this point. Uh, Gavinong, he's been been bloody for a while. Okay. He summoned another summoned another minion to help okay. him out. Alright, so sensing Ricky's help. Oh, she's gonna kind of turn back on him and say, Stop ganging up on my friends and she's going to uh, kind of pull back her hand and throw a mode of fire. She's gonna do firebolt. So can't trip. Who's this at? With advantage at, at, at Gavinong. 
Okay. So. She is going to critical. Nice. There we go. All right. Excellent. So you take take close aim. Seems to be distracted because of Riki. Yeah. (gasps) That was distracting strike, right? Uh, That was distracting strike. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is going to be a So yeah, okay. Yeah, still okay. So eleven fire damage. Eleven fire Two D ten, eleven fire damage, correct. Okay, so you take advantage of uh, Riki's Battlemaster tactics to distract Gavagon and you time it just right and when he turns back you hit him right in the central eye with this fire and it burns him up when he falls to the falls to the ground dead. Oh, yay! <laughs> but the other guy's still around. Okay. A loud bellow of rage and anger creates a disturbing cacophonous sound throughout the chamber. As Gavmagon falls, his eyes shoot into the chamber ceiling, shattering the intricate weave of stone above the room's center. The entire area shakes, while the ceiling and the walls begin to crack. Whether Gavmagon's attack or from his destruction, this place is certain to collapse upon itself. Part of the ceiling comes down and collapses and crushes that gazer. And then the, the rest of the roof continues to fall down and crash around you, and everything seems to be crumbling in. So what do you do? Grab stick, we, we run. Are yeah. we able to I get to, within yeah. 30 feet of the rod and mage hand it to myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and run. <laughs> and then you run. Okay. All right. <laughs> So, with, uh, with, with the entire area crumbling around you, uh, you make it out, and as you reach the surface and exit the stone trapdoor that you first entered, uh, the crystal rod shatters into fine dust. Aww. You return to Fandolin with Aladair to a hero's welcome. Aladair's tales of the party's deeds spread about the region for weeks. And that brings us to the end of the adventure series in Bolo's Wake. Yay! Yay! Nice. Local heroes. Yay! Nice. <laughs> now Ricky can return return back to his home in exile without worrying about all these weird Aww, things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another Beholder fight, largely neutered by good save. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be our way with Beholder fights. They're either... They run really hot or really cold. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's I have to be one of the a bunch other. of saves there, though, so <laughs> getting hit three times. What yeah. would that blue thing have done to him? Yeah. The blue one was the uh, Psychic yeah. Ray, which would have done 68 damage. Ouch. Oh, wow. I probably been dead. That probably well, would, have knocked, dead. would have knocked him out. So let's say goodnight to the listeners. Good night, everyone. Good night, Thank you. Love you. Thank you very much. See you back in our main adventures. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review anywhere this podcast can be found. Our social media links, plus additional content, can be found on our website at knightsofroleplay.com. Please tell your friends about Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast, and spread the word through social media. Your help and support are greatly appreciated.